Hello and welcome to a podcast yet to be named. Today we will be having another amazing conversation with talented, kind and inspiring people. So grab your favourite drink, sit down and kick up your feet. This is a podcast yet to be named. Okay, thank you guys again for showing up to the greatest podcast ever recorded. And I say that without any facts or stats to back it up. I just like to say it. Um, This is the podcast yet to be named, and we are having another episode. This one right here is going to be glorious because this is an international episode. This is, we're taking this worldwide. You guys, we are taking this worldwide. And in case you're wondering what I mean, that means that it's not just, it's international. If you don't know what international is, grab an encyclopedia, grab a dictionary, look it up. Okay. I'm helping you educate yourself. Anyway, I love you guys. Today we have the one the only sangria coca-cola i mean we have just <laughs> fox pop now I, I like to call him voxy poo because uh it, it's my pet name for such a beautiful human being but i would love for you all to get to know this person uh, we'll have links in the description below where you can go check them out but it's important that each person gets the chance in their life to to at least get a a, a feel a taste, one may say, of, of Voxipoo. I, I am so stoked and so excited and glad to be able to sit down and talk with you, Vox. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Did you hear that? Did No, tell me you heard that. <laughs> tell me you heard that. Mm. <laughs> and we also have the one, the only, Star. Star, how are you today? I'm fantastic. How are you? Dude, I could hear the smile in your voice, okay? I didn't even need to see. <laughs> I could hear the smile. I think it's because she also just heard that voice. Can, can yes. Can you hear that again? Uh, hi, Vox. How are you? I'm well, thanks. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> so those Smooth of you that, that, that may feel like you're hearing uh, him again, that's because the intro to the podcast yet to be named was gloriously done by the one the only of vox which now i know that you're all thanking me and thanking vox and thanking everybody to be able to hear this voice over and over i thank me that i listen to my podcast repeatedly so i can hear this voice i need to stop fanboying so Mm -hmm. i'm I'm so glad that that uh and this is this is some of the just got done saying i don't take compliments well i'm Mm -hmm. i'm probably just going to pour them out this whole time because i'm i'm a huge and i don't want to just say fan like it's not just that i'm a huge fan like i respect what you do i i love your your entertainment that that you produce i love your humor um just the the quick wit and quirkiness that you use while you're streaming um not just that in your your twitter posts in you know different shorts and clips that you do i think you're very talented and 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 again (laughs) just throwing on all the compliments but i genuinely do i genuinely do i think that you have uh, uh an enormous amount of talent uh in in what you do in your brand of and I don't want to just say entertainment it's not that you're just an entertainer because it seems like you're just being you you're just naturally being you, and I think that's fantastic. Um, just you know, because we talked about uh, Twitch, I always ask people what got you in to wanting to put your face on a camera and play games and talk to people on Twitch. Ooh, um, mm. 
so like a lot like 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 a lot like a lot like a lot of a lot of many people um like a great many people i'm sure that um my motivations for streaming on twitch were the same as a lot of people's when the pandemic hit and everything got locked down for the first time um <clears throat> i uh started watching a lot of youtube a whole lot of youtube um there's a content creator on there called DGR Dave. He does a lot of Super Mario Maker 2, Super Mario Maker 1 videos. Never played Super Mario Maker. Never owned the console to play any of the Super <laughs> Mario Maker games. Okay. But I love watching people play, and I loved his energy. And during one of his videos, he was like, hey, come hang out on Twitch. You know, we're probably live right now. So that was the first time that I really engaged with Twitch as a platform. Because up until that point, I think I tried streaming once when I started playing... Uh, Counter-Strike Go with a group of friends, but my upload speed was like two megabits per second. And you can't play an online game whilst you're trying to stream the game at that kind of upload speed. Um, And so, you know, I went on to his stream. I engaged with his community a little bit. I engaged with him as a person. Absolutely wonderful experience. And I thought to myself, maybe I could do this as well. I I personally think you succeeded, um, you know, in, in... I'm sure that you you have your sights set on on taking over the entire Twitch world, which you know who wouldn't. Um, but I I personally have been in your streams many many many. We've known each other now. What wasn't it around the time? Maybe a little bit after you started streaming. So we've known each other for a good year two. Yeah, because I started watching Buttery Smooth not long after. Oh yeah. Um, not long after I started engaging with Twitch as a platform. And that's how I got to know you, I believe. I think he's he's like a Kevin Bacon. Buttery mm-hmm. smooth is like a Kevin Bacon. There's the seven de- de- degrees mm-hmm. of separation with buttery. Uh, I, I can probably trace back so many people that I know and interact with. That I'd I'll be know. interested to find out whether you can do that with every Twitch streamer. Now, now I'm curious. Now, now we have a project to do later mm-hmm. on. We're gonna have this huge charted graph, mm-hmm. and we're gonna see if we can do it. It won't surprise me if it can be done. It won't surprise me at all. It, it, I can't tell you how many people that I still run into that are like, "Oh yeah, there's this streamer you may have heard of him, buttery smooth," and I'm like, "May have heard of him? Really? Who hasn't heard of him?" Um, he is the most popular non-partnered um, streamer, which I still don't know if that's a choice. It does. It seems like at this point it would be a choice that he hasn't been partnered because everybody knows him. I'm pretty sure in an interview with Ninja, uh, he mm-hmm. was talking about buttery smooth. No, um, anyway, <laughs> I'm joking. But <laughs> okay, so so pandemic hits, uh, which does seem to be a a reoccurring theme with mm-hmm. a lot of people that got into streaming. So you are what about two years in then? Yeah, I just celebrated my second year on Twitch, even though I took like a five-month hiatus during a period of moving. And wasn't that one, if I recall right, didn't you run a 24-hour stream? Yes. That was insane. It was 22 and a half hours. (laughs) I didn't quite make it the full length. I was falling asleep while playing Stardew Valley on my feet. And mind you, he said on his feet. (laughs) He's standing up, falling asleep. Anything Mm -hmm. over 16 hours is insane. So 22 and a half hours, 24, 38, whatever. Mm-hmm. Impressive. Very much impressive. I, I remember. Like sleep breaks in there. 
Right, right, right. Which I've seen people do. Um, mm -hmm. I've seen people do where they go, you know, 10, 15 days, but they take a four hour nap or, a, you know, six hour nap in between, which isn't a nap anymore. It's good night. Um, but I remember watching your your 24 hour stream. I, I, I'll just keep calling it 24 hour stream. And me being the supportive person was like, you know what, I'm going to stay up the whole time. But then I didn't. I went to sleep and I woke up and, <laughs> and you were you were okay this is what i'll have to say about that mm -hmm. i was actually surprised when you're like i'm done because even though you were falling asleep you still had this legitimate engagement which impresses me still to this day you were still engaging with chat engaging it with your wit and everything else all the way up until you were done um when you were like okay that's it we're rating i was like you seem well i mean you you could tell you were tired Mm -hmm. but but the the banter all that never stopped which to me is super impressive i think if i hit that point all you would hear is fuck this not no and that's what all you would hear for like an hour is fuck i'm done fuck it this. seems like, to be the case with uh any stream that i set like a goal for reaching a time limit like okay. 12 hour streams i still hit that point at about the 11 hour mark where i'm just like uh <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. And you know, 24 hours. It took me up until about 21 hours in before I hit that mark. So I think there's something psychological about the end goal being in sight and just being like, I still have to get over this last slog. <laughs> I think what you should do now, if you do a 12 hour, tell everybody it's 15. Tell yourself mm -hmm. it's 15. That way, mm -hmm. when you end at 12, you still won. Yeah. <laughs> and if you do another 24, just be like, I'm going 30. Yeah. You know? And when 24 hits, go, you know what? Screw it. 24, I'm good. And you'll feel mm -hmm. half dead, but you'll, you know, we'll have made it all the yeah. way to that point. Half dead or half alive. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. It's true. So you you also just got a uh, a new desk. Like, you stand on your streets. Mm -hmm. That's intense that's okay actually I'm, I'm speaking from my point of view why 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 did you go why did you go that route from chair to standing um standing allows me to maintain an elevated level of energy for a longer period of time wow okay when i'm sat in my chair i'm comfortable it's a lot easier to slip into that sort of like disengaged um I'm comfy and I just want to sit here and just go kind of mode. Whereas so when I'm standing, it's it's more of a performative effort. So okay. it's like I've got to in, like I've got to be standing. I've got to stay upright. I've got to keep that level of energy. I can't just slouch. I can't just. Bleh. That makes sense logically. That makes a lot of sense. I totally. I, I never thought about it that way. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's true. I cannot tell you how many times sitting in the chair, I'm four or five hours in going, I'm done, I'm comfy, I'm going to take a nap. Yeah, You guys are going to watch me nap in my chair. That's just how it is. And and normally on a, a, any given day, after five hours, you're not usually taking a nap. You know, you can go throughout the entire day mm -hmm. doing your business. But yeah, I, I, that makes that makes very much sense. I, I like it. Now, and, and I'm sort of going in reverse. Um, I started with you know your your two-year stream anniversary which was recently mm -hmm. um and 
and you know you getting a, a, a isn't it a, a electric powered desk that you can move yeah. up and down that's fancy okay no, that's, it, fancy. that's fancy that's <laughs> fancy right? that's... I, I spent a lot of time looking at the desks and i was like hmm, <laughs> do i want to make this investment and then i found a really cheap one so i was like yes i do want to make this investment. <laughs> there you go there you go um and speaking of investments and in, in, you know not talking monetarily like the numbers wise but Oh, do you want to talk about monetary investments? I can give financial. I'm kidding. I can't give financial <laughs> advice. <laughs> Let's go. This podcast just switched over to a stocks and bonds podcast. Do you want to talk about crypto? <laughs> <laughs> no, because it scares me. But anyway, so you like with your setup, you know, that mm-hmm. you say you just added in this desk that you found a, a, a cheaper one, but still, I mean, it's a, a powered desk. It's it's impressive. Mm-hmm. Um with your with your setup and the things that you use was it stuff that you had when you started or did you start with say you know a, a cheap camera and you know some people are like i started with a stick and a, a possum you know like what, <laughs> what did you go with when you were starting? i i started absolute bare bones minimum um i was using uh my old pc which had a like gtx 960 in it <laughs> and uh i3 i think it was processor yeah it was that ran wait no it was an i7 it was an i7 fourth gen okay fourth gen and like by the time i started streaming we were on ninth so um got you it was it was a flagging machine i was using my phone as a webcam i had a blue snowball as a microphone and i was using voice meter as my uh audio mixing software I was using like the absolute minimum. I got um, a couple of LED strip bars that you're meant to like mount inside okay, like, okay. your cupboards. that has got a little mm-hmm. magnet on it to do all my lighting. And then I think the first investment that I actually made was into... Mm, I think it was the lights, the, the floodlights like the background. in the background. Like the yeah. Okay. Because that's that's a question that I do here, and and people have asked me is what what were your first upgrades from you know if you started bare bones and mm-hmm. basic, was it your desk, was it your camera, was it your audio, was it your light like, you know first investments and and I think it varies depends on, you know if you had four hundred to put into a nice camera mm-hmm. or if you had thirty seven dollars and sixty two cents to grab a couple of lights to throw behind mm-hmm. you like it, it I think that's really what it depends on, um, but. So your first change to your original setup was getting um, different lighting? Yeah, just just to add some nice. interest to the background because I was looking a little bit too pale and washed out. So Makes sense. That makes sense. And that, that really comes down when doing streaming, like uh, all the little things that make a stream look the way it does, mm-hmm. there's so much that goes into it. There's the angle of lighting, direction of lighting, all of that good stuff. And, and yours look amazing. I've, I've always mm-hmm. loved your streams. I've loved the way that you have your, like, your lighting set up and, and your cameras and everything else. Like I, I think that you have a, an eye for it, um, whether it comes easy or whether you spent 40 hours on YouTube researching that or no. But they look really good. It came from a little bit of research and like active research and mostly just passive watching other people 
and thinking to myself, that's something that I want to do, so that's something that I want to achieve. This is a look that looks nice, so mm -hmm. maybe I'll try and incorporate something like that. Okay. I like it. Picasso. So, um... And now I've got the green screen, so you don't even see the floodlights anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so the original the original investments have mm -hmm. sort of gone by the wayside. Um, and... They use up far too much electricity as well. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. That that very much makes sense. So you, now you have a green screen, mm -hmm. so you can literally put yourself anywhere. You can be yeah. in the Swiss Alps while you're while you're streaming if you really mm -hmm. feel like it. That's pretty cool. Um, what what was the the reasoning behind the green screen? Like, it was just something you saw. Like you said that you saw somebody have it and you liked it, or um, so the green screen that I currently use was a present from a couple of friends for like a late Christmas gift. Um, it's, it's a relatively cheap green screen, just a little stand and the screen just hangs down behind me. So I was like, well, I've got to use it now. I've got it. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, been given to me. I must use it. But a while ago I did buy an Elgato pull up green screen, but my room was far too small to accommodate it. So I didn't use it. And mm -hmm. now it just sits in a box in storage <laughs> but it's, it was it's for the preparation yeah so when you absolutely. have the room you'll you'll be able to have mm -hmm. it but um yeah it was it was that kind of like well i could invest a lot of money in trying to make my background setup look good i could do a lot of set decoration and what have you or i could just hide it all <laughs> there you go there you go <laughs> i kind of like that so um we, you know, uh, obviously you put a lot of setup a lot of efforts into your background you know you've got your merchandise stands and all your collectibles and all of your lights and all the little wall posters and everything that's got you've got going on and it's really cool i don't have the furniture to make it look <laughs> nice <laughs> well and i understand because like like speaking of mine it this has been i i look back i saw a clip from when we first moved here a little over a year and a half ago i had one bookshelf and bare white walls with you know a few knickknacks on it um it, it happens over time mm -hmm. you know it, hey you know what i've completely filled this bookshelf i need a second one hey look you know the this this spot someone's given away one for free i'll go grab it because i really don't mm -hmm. feel like paying for a new one boom you know wiped it down some bleach now we're good to go we got a new one mm -hmm. and stuff like i i get that that as you grow things grow um mm -hmm. With with the way that you are on stream, I, I've you know talked to you a little bit, but I would love to know more with with the entertainment. I'm always I always shy away from just saying entertainment with Twitch because I feel it's that you know dance monkey dance, but it's we are entertainers. That's what we do. You know, like we, we put out content, content creators. It's mm -hmm. it's entertainment. This um, is something that I was thinking about actually. Um, yeah, you've got Potchland Media Group. Mm -hmm. I was thinking to myself, how would I brand my business if I were to make it into like an actual business venture and try and, you know, incorporate other things? And I think it would just be JVP Entertainment. Yeah, I could totally because, see that. Because that's what I do. I, I am an entertainer, you know. That's my whole purpose of being on Twitch. I like to make people <laughs> smile and laugh and, you know, give them some relief from the banality and stresses of the world. And you're really good at it. You're really good at it. I mean, I... I firmly believe so. And, and you know, that, that, that guy that sits there and he's like, says something changed my mind. 
Mm-hmm. I, it would be impossible. No one could change my mind on that. I'd be like, you know, Vox is entertainment, change my mind. And each person that came up, I would just slap them and be like, you haven't watched enough. So, you know, it, it would be pretty a pretty quick show. Um, and also, I might get assault charges going to jail. We won't do that. So, no, it's not assault people yet. <laughs> so, with the entertainment, though. I you... cannot bail you out. So. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> with, with the entertaining, and you have a background before Twitch mm-hmm. of of entertainment. Um, yeah. I would love to know more uh, about, like, was it uh, regular acting, stage, voice acting, commercials? Are you really, really famous? We just don't know it. Like, I, I, I want to know more about this pre-Twitch mm-hmm. entertainment learning I like to think that if I was really, really famous, I'd still be streaming on Twitch. <laughs> that would that would be great, though. That would be um, great. But yeah, um, I went to university for three years. I got my bachelor's in acting um, since I was in year four, which is the age of eight, I think. Okay. I think when I was eight, I, I was doing something. And I went, yeah, I want to be an actor when I grow up. And then that's the path that I followed from that point onwards. Okay, that's impressive. Like, like going from that young, mm-hmm. uh, that's that that you that you kept continuing on with it. That's very impressive. Yeah. So, so you're like, boom! I want to be an actor. Mm-hmm. I did youth theatres. I did amateur dramatics. I went to college for drama and theatre studies. I got my GCSE in drama, um, and then I went on to university to do acting professionally. Um, trained underneath uh, such wonderful people as Doug Cockle, who was the voice of Geralt in the Witcher series. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> That's my claim to fame. <laughs> hey, hey, get, take it. <laughs> I mean, hopefully he's over there going, hey, one of the people that studied under me is uh, Vox. You know, that's his claim to fame. But please, that would, continue that, that would be quite nice. You know, maybe one day I'll I'll become big enough that I can just reach out to him and be like, hey, would you like to appear on my Twitch yes. stream? Yes, I'll be. <laughs> um, hey, the dreams, dreams—they they happen. You know what I mean? Speak, that, I keep saying, really... speak it into existence. Just keep going. Mm-hmm. He will be on my my stream. Mm-hmm. Um, from the point of graduating, uh, I got a theatre and education job, which is you know that group of people that come around to your schools and then tell you not to do drugs and <laughs> that sort hey, of there thing. There you go. There you go. You know it. It was a paid gig. <laughs> I'm a professional actor. Not a lot of people can say that. Um, <laughs> Look, so, getting, getting paid to do something, at, at least in the realm of what you like to do, mm-hmm. is is freaking amazing. Because okay? mm-hmm. enough people, they want to be an accountant, they end up getting paid to dig a ditch. They're not anywhere mm-hmm. near what they want to do. So the fact that you got a paid gig in the realm of, of what you're mm-hmm. trying to do, that's it's awesome. I did that for two years running. It was only a four-week show, though, so, you know. (laughs) Um, And that was kind of the last time that I did... Actually, no, I had one more audition for a indie uh, film festival-type film that starred Sam Neill. Um, Completely, completely uh, flunked that audition. Like, I went in not knowing my lines, I didn't know what I was doing, it was terrible, it was an absolute mess, it completely uh, 
discouraged me from wanting to continue with a lot of things. And then I started making up a whole lot of excuses of why I couldn't get back into it. You know, it, it was a whole thing. Right, right, right. Which happens. It, and, and it's not like I wouldn't put you down for it. You know, shit happens. And, and sometimes you got to go fuck and move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. But I, I can see now why when I watch your streams, um, and I see the way that you interact with people mm-hmm. and you, you are, you, the voices that you do, cause your, mm-hmm. your voice, the fluctuation, you really have control over it. You do a really good job at being able to change from speaking either very deep or to having a, um, the, I think that you've, you've done, what is it? Stewie. So you have like a higher, yeah. See, yeah. See, being able to just switch like that, you know, like me, I have to sit and think and be like, okay, me, 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 me. You know, and in practice, you just go right into it. Like you it's, have that control. I've got a few voices in the repertoire that I can sort of get into it, but that's come from a long time of just doing them off the cuff rather than. There's a lot of voices I can't do. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the, there it is right there, like the practice. You know, you do it you do it enough. It's practicing it over and over and being able to pick up on that. Um, but what that also shows me is that, you know, say there was a, a producer <clears throat> listening to this podcast, hint, hint, uh, that needs somebody, mm-hmm. then you know that you have somebody that has the ability to. You know, mm-hmm. like, like you said, there's a lot of voices that you can't do, but I bet you, you probably could reach those with enough practice, you know, that, that you've already achieved some, mm-hmm. you know, leaves, leaves it open that you'd be able to achieve a lot more, um, you know, if you so desired to. Yeah. So you you literally have a degree in acting. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Like, that's, that's amazing. To me, it's amazing. I mean, the, the things that... You know, I, I, when I was in college, and this is the reason why, and this is just on a personal thing, when I was in college, I was going for, um, you know, psychology. But anytime there was a, a play or a production put on by the students, I loved going to it. Mm-hmm. I loved watching, and I would sit in those, the, the, either the auditorium or wherever they were doing it, going, I wish kind of that I would have done that instead. Because the the expression, the the freedom, the beautiful flowy of the whether it was a musical or a comedy or whatever it was, to me was so intriguing. It was so, and it was it was beautiful. It was an art mm. that I that I really appreciated. Um, so knowing that that's something that you did, I'm like, if we would have gone to the same college, I would have been sitting up in the you know the, the auditorium going, hey, this is amazing. You know, like I want to do what that guy's doing. So I, I have a, a, a fanness of that. Um, I think it's pretty cool. So do you, this is something that I've been wondering, mm-hmm. do you take stuff that you've learned from that and utilize it in your streams? Yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. <laughs> okay. um, so the unit that I did on voice acting, obviously, you know, I use a lot of um, a lot of the techniques and things that I learned in that like microphone positioning and all that sort of stuff. Um, so, in that sense, yes. However, a lot of what I do isn't things that I actively think about. If okay. that makes sense, it does. It does. I. What I do is is I just 
bring I don't know how to describe it. It's it's a heightened version of myself. Okay. That's 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 what I present on stream. It's it's not like a I've done character study into how to be an entertaining man or anything like that. It's just generally performing is probably what I would say is what I've taken from acting. Just just how to perform, how to be confident and put that kind of you know, energy out into the space and the space being into the camera. And you saying the the confidence that to me it, it really comes across. And that's the reason why I asked if you if you've taken any of that because mm-hmm. you you on your streams you have a confidence. Like it's not a wavering like, oh wait, should I have said that? Should I have not? Like what you say, you say with conviction. Mm-hmm. Even if it's the most off the wall thing, it's said with convention conviction. Like, <laughs> and then I regret it ten seconds later. Like, yeah. <laughs> But even then, you'll you'll even say that you regretted it, but you'll mm-hmm. say that with conviction. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's you have this this confidence where people are like, "Yeah, that was messed up, but I'm with it." Wait, he regrets it. We regret it too. You know, like everybody just sort of goes along with, "Yeah, yeah, okay, we're we're in this." Oh yeah, so I'm <laughs> going to start leading a cult soon. <laughs> I'm in. What color Kool Aid? Um. So, <laughs> can I have grape? <laughs> She's already picking out. Can I please? <laughs> now you are um you know we're we're based in the states you are not based in the states um mm-hmm. you are in in not doxing you know so we're not going like you can your say country that i'm in it's fine <laughs> okay <laughs> i was just going to generically say europe um because you know you never know you know i, I, I don't want to i know no, you have i understand you got to respect people's privacy and boundaries yeah. and, and the billions of adoring fans that are going to try and search you out so you're you're over there. That hard to find. <laughs> <laughs> Where you are, have you found? Um, and, and I ask this because I've actually run into on the street people that mm-hmm. are are uh, Twitch streamers or people that are content creators. Is that something where you are that's a popular thing or a, a big thing that maybe you have uh, uh, the ability to run into either run into other people or um, you know create groups of IRL people uh, for support within that. In the town that I live in currently, no. Okay. But that's from personal choice. Okay. Um, I'm sure that there are probably other Twitch streamers who live in the same place that I do. In fact, you know, um, I had uh, broadband engineers come around to try and fix my internet issues, and they had to have access to my bedroom because I've got a broadband cable over there. And the one guy walked in and he looked at the setup and he was like, wow, you must stream on Twitch. I used to do that too. And I was like, uh, <laughs> I want to talk about it with real people because I, I don't want, it's, it's a weird thing. Like I don't want people that I will walk into every day in this, in, in the space that I occupy with content creation. Okay. That's, that's I don't know why I like to keep the two things separate from each other. In fact, I rarely ever talk about content creation as a general thing with many people, unless I already know that they are in the space. Okay. So I've got IRL friends that I've met through Comic-Cons that I've been to in London. I've got 
IRL friends I've met from other places, and they all know that I do this, and they drop into the streams occasionally, but they all know the boundaries that I've set in terms of identifying who I am. Whereas people that I meet who I don't already know, mm -hmm. I don't want them in my space unless I already know them. Got you. Is is it maybe in in I could be totally wrong. Is it because there's maybe a little bit more of a vulnerability in what you do in your mm -hmm. art, um, which entertainment is an art, and what you're doing is an art, not like the drawing, but like you know the art of what you do. Yeah. And and that makes sense. That makes sense. You know, you have someone that's on the street going, "Huh, you're dumb on the internet." It's like I don't need that. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Do that. Like random people that I'll never meet in person, you can say whatever you want to me. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> people that I'm going to see, like, you know, just wandering around, and they'll go, oh, I saw you do this thing. I don't want to talk about it. I don't care. <laughs> it is interesting. It is interesting because I, I've, you know, run into people and, and talk to people, and, and I'm a little bit different in the sense that, you know, I'll talk <laughs> about it. Like, yeah, you know, I don't care. This is a business. So, of course, you know, people are like, what do you do? I'm like, oh, well, I do this. If you feel like checking it out, go ahead. I found, though, that more people IRL, uh, more of them don't come and, mm -hmm. and look at your content, um, at least while live. Mm -hmm. uh, I know I know a number of people that I have met IRL, they, they specifically say, I like seeing your VODs. You know, I mm -hmm. like watching the video the next day, you know, or, you know, later on. Sorry, I can't be there. And I'm like, totally fine i understand you don't want to be in the live setting and mm -hmm. that's okay um you know watch all the odds please you know see see 100 commercials and make me you know 34 cents whatever it is but um <laughs> whatever twitch gives you i don't know it's like 0.1 cent in, in, in you um but i people, i can see what you're saying mm -hmm. people watching vods is always a strange thing to me because i've never been a vod watcher i mm -hmm. always like to engage as a sort of like live interaction on Twitch. That's that's what I go onto Twitch for. I like to talk to people. Mm -hmm. I've never quite been part of the crowd that goes back and watches somebody else's VODs later on. Because if it's happened, then I've missed it. You know, I, I'll find right. out what happened later on at some point and, you know, I'll, I'll be part of the next thing. <laughs> but if, if you think about it, it is kind of like someone listening to a podcast or watching mm -hmm. a YouTube video. It's already been done. It's already finished. You're just watching the rerun, but I'm with you. I'm, you know, I, I will go back specifically if somebody mentions something, Oh, yesterday I streamed and we did this. Mm -hmm. I'll go back and check it out. Um, I'm, I'm the same way. I, I've never been a big VOD watcher as well. Um, until someone was just like, we'll go back and look at yours. And I was very much surprised at the, cause it shows you the number when you mm -hmm. go back and look at your channel, how many people have looked at your VODs. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, where do all you people come from? If I had these numbers on my daily streams, I would be partnered. You know, like, what's going on here? To the best of my knowledge, I could be wrong on this point. Mm -hmm. um, to the best of my knowledge, the viewed count on mm -hmm. a VOD is the cumulative number of people who did tune in to the stream and also watched the VOD. Got you. So Got you. the amount of live views that you got, whether, mm -hmm. you know, your view count would not have reflected people going out, coming in, going out, coming in. Right, right, of course. And then also all of the people that watch your VOD is the cumulative number that makes that up. But I could that be wrong. That makes a lot of sense. But that, that does make a lot of sense. Um, you know, it, it, 
because you know you get that email at the end you know it says mm-hmm. okay you've got these numbers and whatnot um you know this many it's always a, a much larger number of uh what is it unique viewers mm-hmm. uh because the people that pop in pop out uh you know turn off the stream whatever it cuts out yada 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 yeah um which go do things with life you know as yeah. people tend to do <laughs> right <laughs> and that's well that's one thing that i do like about the vods is that you know not everybody can be there from mm-hmm. 1 p.m to 5 p.m staring at your face yeah while absolutely. You're like a four to six hour stream that's that's a lot of time commitment for somebody to come absolutely with. yeah absolutely um but even that just speaking of yours like four to six hours that i can't say that there's like i'm, I'm thinking about it now and and <laughs> i can't say that there was a time that i was in your stream and was like yeah this is boring like I'm trying to think, was there ever a lag moment? And I really don't, I cannot recall a single time. Like your entertainment ability is something that I've always been impressed by. Um, it's one of the reasons why I love going to streams. One of the reasons why I appreciate you as a person, but a huge reason why I'm like, please keep reaching out to Vox. I want him on the podcast. Like I want mm-hmm. to talk to you. Um, you're the the way you entertain, uh, and I've mentioned it before. It's effortless. It's you know, and, and now we know that you have a degree in acting and everything mm-hmm. else. But it sounds like you just thoroughly enjoy entertaining people. Absolutely. And 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 now, like I've always been, like shied away from like, well, entertainment. I'm not a. But that's I see you embrace that. Like you mm-hmm. just embrace that. Like no, I'm going to entertain. Like yeah, you come here, you're getting entertained. And the passion, like the passion right now, I'm looking at your face. Those listening to the podcast, you can't see his face right now, but I'm looking at Vox's face. Like, it, it's almost like I said something dumb where it's like, well, yeah, of, of course, you know, like, absolutely. This is, what the fuck's wrong with you? You know, he didn't say that. He didn't say, I'm not saying, but it had that like, well, yeah, of course, this is what I do. This is what I like mm-hmm. to do. I it's something that. that I carried over in pretty much every thing that I've ever done in life. I'm tend to be quite a reserved person at the very beginning. You know, when f- people first meet me, I, I like to feel out exactly who I'm talking to and respond with the kind of person that I think that they are going to enjoy the most because, you know, I've got to figure out how to interact with people. Understandable. <laughs> um, but as soon as I've gotten myself comfortable, I'm very much like a... I, I, I'm the funny guy. <laughs> 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 I like to entertain people, you know, whenever I was doing, you know, I, I spent a decade behind a bar and even that's a form of entertainment, you know, you're serving people, you're interacting with people on a daily basis. I'm not there to make their life boring or difficult or, you know, just be completely walled off, even though I have been at times, I will walk people off if they're being particularly rude. Um, Understandable. But, you know, the people that I like, you know, they'll get entertainment, they'll get banter, they'll get, you know, the little play, you know, back and forth and what have you and it's it's all it's all a show at the end of the day do you do you get tired from it like does it does it like hit a point where you're like i've entertained enough i need to oh yeah yeah (laughs) oh yes my social battery gets depleted a lot more rapidly nowadays but it used to go for longer but now I'm, i'm i'm sort of um at a place in my life where I've got a lot of things going on that 
deplete my energy faster, so my social battery is a little bit smaller than it than it used to be. Uh, completely understandable, uh, especially oh. when you're putting that much effort and stuff into the entertaining and into it. It's it's not like you're just talking to somebody like, "Hey, I like uh, pickles." You know, this is great. Mm-hmm. Like the entertainment it takes a I lot like of pickles. <laughs> oh, see, now we're having the discussion. Vox does not like pickles. Okay, I'm curious. What is it about pickles? <laughs> the vinegar. It really? Okay. I, I can't deal with vinegar in any capacity. White vinegar, malt vinegar, uh, what is it? The, the burr, burr, burr. Balsamic vinegar. Balsamic vinegar. Can't yeah. deal with the smell, can't deal with the tang, can't deal with anything about vinegar as like a thing. That's interesting, that's, right? I'm over here like, wow. Okay, you're the first person I've ever met that has said that. So this is neat. This is neat to me, um, especially me. I I love pickles, uh, peanut butter pickle sandwich. That's my jam. I love well, no jam, and it's just peanut butter. Um, but like balsamic uh, balsamic vinaigrettes, I would make complete like uh, carrots, cucumbers, uh, peppers, and just douse it in that, and mm-hmm. it, it adds this unique flavor. But if you don't like the tang, if you don't like that tart, vinegar's rich. Okay, mm-hmm. very rich. It's got a potent taste. <laughs> That's a great way to put it. <laughs> I remember one time when I was um, at university, I think it was in my third year, uh, my friend was inviting a girl over for dinner and he was going all out on the cooking. And, you know, I, I helped him out a little bit here and there. And he was like, I'm going to make a balsamic reduction. And I was like, I won't be at home then. <laughs> <laughs> so is it like even the smell? Yeah. Just, just, it the it whole gets thing. into the back of my throat and it makes me go. Oh, <laughs> which is even worse because I live in a seaside town. So fish and chips, the I common, was... the common <laughs> English delicacy, you know, oh, fish and chips, oh, the smell of vinegar is heavy in the air and it makes me go. Ah. <laughs> I was literally going to ask you because when I get fish and chips, I love, I love, you know, the the, the vinegar in it. It's great and it's delicious. So, you <laughs> do you minus that like fish and chips? Depends on the type of fish, but generally, yes. Okay, okay. I will usually opt for um, something that's not fish, though. We get giant sausages here. They're like. Six, seven. I don't know how to measure things. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, the tape about, right. it's about this big. <laughs> it's, it's, it's about it's about eight inches. It's about an eight inch sausage. You can get those. You can get the battered as well. So you know that, that's even better. Okay, well, all that you just said is is a whole different <laughs> battering your eight inches of sausage. I love a good old <laughs> battered, salty eight inch sausage. <laughs> so uh, this podcast, this is the point when you send the kids 30. to the next room. Oh no, um, <laughs> this is the point in the podcast when you send your kids to the next room or drop them off at school, pause it, and then once they've left the car, continue on. So eight inches of sausage. Are you going to cut that into pr- before what I just said? <laughs> no, no, no we like to give shock value, education for the kids. <laughs> it was just the official disclaimer that you right. know I threw that in there. <laughs> hey, I said it. 
Sorry. For legality um, reasons. <laughs> yeah, no, this is definitely not a PG-13 straight or, uh, no. podcast. You can say whatever you wish. Piss your um, fuck cunt bugger. <laughs> yes. Yes. All of that. <laughs> So now, now I'm curious of delicacies because you know different different continents, different countries, different mm-hmm. cultures. Um, we we do have different foods, mm-hmm. and um, oh, I know fish different chips. foods over there. <laughs> we we had briefly spoken about that about you coming over here. Um, mm-hmm. Also, the cost of foods. You were saying it's very oh. expensive here. Yeah? yeah, I've never been. I've never been outside mm-hmm. of here. I was born and raised in you know obviously the states. Um, Tell me more. I'm I'm curious of how I'm being fucked over. I mean, I'm curious of the nature of my country right now. <laughs> okay, so uh, what's the current exchange rate? I think it's um, almost one to one right now. That's on the euro. Mm, true. Uh, it's one dollar nineteen cents, so about one dollars twenty to the pound sterling. Um. And then you also add tax onto everything after the fact, which is horrendous to me as a person. (laughs) Walking around being like, this is expensive, getting to the checkout and being like, it's even more expensive now, how did this happen? (laughs) And also in Washington, each state is different, but we have Mm -hmm. almost a 10% tax. Other states have Mm -hmm. like a 3% or 4%. And then you've got a 20% tax on alcohol as well. And it's... It's, and the funny thing is you get tax on your income, and then mm-hmm. you get tax when you buy stuff with the rest of the income that you already got taxed. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Our tax yeah, system is uh, 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 broken. And then the right they, word use, for it. they use their tax money to do nothing. Yeah. You get to fund the army. <laughs> yeah. My, my The mayor of my place gets to take private jets wherever he wants. That's where oh, my taxes go. Love that. So you so you're you're over here and there's mm-hmm. um expensive ass food. Yeah, so for example, here a loaf of bread, you know, anywhere between one pound one pound fifty. Over there, you're paying like four dollars for it. Yeah. I, I, I'm what? hurt right now. No, I'm hurt right now because it is normal. Three three yeah. to five dollars for a good loaf of bread. Yeah. Pack of bacon That's here, you know, twelve strips of uh, smoked back bacon, mm-hmm. one pound fifty. Oh God! Come on, <laughs> really? Seven dollars? <laughs> yeah, for the oak wood or applewood smoked bacon that I bought while I was over there. We got Dude, a, a big pack of it. It was like thirteen though. bucks. Like, because it was really good thick bacon. It was like thirteen mm-hmm. bucks we paid for this thing. Yeah. Oh, my heart hurts right now. I mean, not just from the baking grease, but from having to pay mm-hmm. extra to kill myself with the baking. Yeah, <laughs> and you were paying. Yeah, I was paying like. Seven, eight dollars for like three hundred and fifty grams of ground beef. Okay, it's like five pounds for a kilo. Yeah, <laughs> but we do have a lot more British farms, so yeah, that's probably the difference in the price of meat there. But just general groceries seem to cost a lot more. What's funny about that is that you came over here to Washington and were like, "It's expensive." Mm-hmm. Uh, I moved here from Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And I get to Washington, I'm like, oh my goodness, dude, it's so cheap to get groceries here. Um, a, a gallon of milk mm-hmm. uh, in, in Hawaii, if you get, you know, organic gallon of milk, is anywhere from nine ninety nine to twelve dollars for a single gallon. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's how many pints to a gallon? <laughs> <laughs> not, not enough to equal twelve dollars. Okay. 
Friday. That's eight pints to a gallon. Uh, eh? Eh? Eh, no. No, you're right. <laughs> because, like, here in Washington, it's, it's you know, six, seven dollars. So to me, I'm like, dude, that's almost in half. This is beautiful. This is great. I love this. Mm-hmm. I don't really drink milk, but I buy it for my family. So, yeah. you know, having to, to, to fork over money for something like that just just breaks me but in, in hawaii like groceries are a lot more expensive there's not a whole lot of local farm i mean there are some but not enough to feed so everything comes mm-hmm. shipped in either by boat yeah. or by plane so it's you know the tax of the gas and you know everybody in between that has their hands mm-hmm. out so here in washington we get here and i'm like oh my goodness i'm spending so much less on food i'm loving this this is great i'm so happy i am no longer happy anymore about it Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> hearing, hearing what you're paying, I'm like, I just need to keep moving east. That's my problem. Yeah. <laughs> keep going east. I mean, in all fairness, you know, your your minimum wage is how much? Uh, here in Washington, I think in Seattle, it's it's fifteen, and then fifteen dollars an hour around mm-hmm. there, and then other places it's like twelve or or thirteen, something like that. Yeah. Here, the minimum wage for my age range is about nine pound fifty. Okay, or nine pound eighty. I forget whether it went up or not. And I did. And this is what's what's said. And I I know that there's inflation everywhere in the world. You know, it's, it it is what it is. Um, the, I got into a discussion with somebody. Uh, it's inflation, somebody, and yet the CEOs keep taking more money home. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> when somebody was like, you know, the 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 whole thing of if you raise wages then everything else is going to cost more that's the argument um i did the uh so here i don't know if they're they're called whoppers over there burger king you have the whopper you know the the big burger and um i remember when it was 99 cents Mm -hmm. for a whopper right and then so what i did is i did the whopper inflation Mm -hmm. and it's it's not scientific this isn't something you write down in the books but i was this just going, economics hey. right if it was 99 cents then and it's you know what like four or five bucks now that's a almost 500 percent increase mm-hmm. then the minimum wage should have followed as such because that's yeah, the cost of living by right which then you know it's like seven bucks an hour that's let's do 35 dollars an hour you know let's mm-hmm. go with this i think when i figured it out it was like 22 or 24 dollars an hour is what it should have been you know going yeah. by the just the increase um so that that's a uh that's an interesting thing here in the states i think compared to over there well um, that's if wages increased first and then prices followed Mm-hmm. However, what we've had is yeah, the price of everything has gone up. And now we're complaining to at least make enough to afford the basic. Yeah. But obviously, as soon as people are making enough to afford the basic, everything's going to go up again. Right. Because <laughs> greed. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That beautiful little word. I hate that. Word. Everybody wants to make more money. It's right. just the fact that the people who have everything can make more money. <laughs> and it's it's interesting how that works. Like I've, I've, I've looked into it. Now we're going into the economics part of it. We, we went to the investment part of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Now we're going into the economics part of the podcast. Um, so, excuse me. So you, and I'm curious, this is me just strictly picking your brain because you live mm-hmm. in a place that I've never been. I've always wanted to um, just because I, I've always wanted to travel um, and, and see new cultures and see the way people live and the way mm-hmm. people do things. And not that it's going to be vastly different. I just, no, and, and it, I'm intrigued. Um, 
so you're saying that the you, you said something that struck me. You said the people your age, the mm-hmm. minimum, does it change by age? Yeah. Uh, I think the, the highest age that it goes and changes is 25. But you've got the 18 to 20 range and then the 20 to 23 range and then 24 plus, I think is what it is. Wow. 18 to 21, 21 okay. to 23, 24 plus. Because they think that, you know, 18 to 21, you're still probably living with your parents, so you don't get to make quite as much money for the same job that you're doing as somebody who's older. (laughs) Much more mature doing the same job they deserve. Yeah, who probably has bills and things to pay for. (laughs) Which, okay, we're going to go with some sense of logic of not everybody has parents that are rich and take care of everything, and sometimes you're on your own. Some people move out much earlier at 18. Yeah. Yeah, okay. We won't add those factors in. This no. economics, we do not add in the real, I mean, those factors. We're not going mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. that. Because um, Well, no, because everybody's raised in the same exact households as the politicians who make the decisions, aren't they? Right. I mean, literally, we all came from one home. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> we were all birthed from the hive. <laughs> I pictured it. I'm a very visual person. I mm-hmm. literally pictured a giant hive and just people just just flowing out of it like a like group of bees. bees or spiders. <laughs> yes. Anyway, got oh. some really nice spiders in Washington. Speaking of spiders, mm-hmm. I saw that you have some friendly spiders that you've named in your home. Uh, they weren't in my home. They were oh. while I was in Washington. Oh, it was while you were here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Speak, it's, it's yeah, I, was, I, was, I was out in nature. There was, there was some nice friendly spiders in, in nature. <laughs> so I'm curious, what what, what spiders? Uh, like, they were... What they were? There were zebra jumping spiders. They are cute little spiders. They are absolutely They're, adorable. I'm not a huge spider fan. Those mm-hmm. ones are actually pretty cute. Mm-hmm. And then there were a few um, wall spiders. The the furry, no, they're no, jumping okay. spiders as well, but they oh, okay, are okay. slightly slightly bigger, darker in color, just one single stripe down the back. Got you. Okay, I I thought for a second you said wolf spiders. We do have wolf oh, no, spiders. No, no, not not the wolf spiders. Yeah, those are. Uh, that's where I draw the line. On cute. yeah. Okay, <laughs> they're no longer cute. Uh, well, they, this is the thing, you know, the jumping spiders. They've got the the two big eyes and then the two little eyes, do. and they're at the front, and that's what makes them cute. They, Whereas they the other spiders, yeah, the, the little leggy. ones are the chibi <laughs> spiders. They're little chibi spiders. You know, mm-hmm. they're cute. You want to make a stuffed pillow out of it, not yeah. out of it, but you know, like you know, make one. Mm-hmm. You're like, look at my little chibi spider. And then the wolf spider, you'd like burn down the house and move. Yeah. That's what we need to do. <laughs> and I it's just as well because you know, American houses are all made of wood anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What what was that, Star? I said I think they're all cute. Well, you're entitled to your wrong opinion. <laughs> I am so glad you said it. Um, so, <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't don't hurt anything. <laughs> Wait, how do so, I strike anybody as a violent person? Oh no, no, I, I was I was referring to the viewers at home. Uh, anyway, so you just <laughs> mentioned. <laughs> You just mentioned uh, that that we're we're all built out of out of um, sticks and straw. I mm-hmm. added in the straw. Um, is, is that not common there? No, 
No. No, no. All of our houses are brick, brick and mortar. That makes a lot of sense. They probably last a very long time, don't they? Absolutely they do, and they're all very well insulated. Which is a blessing in the winter, and it is a death sentence in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But don't okay, I'm 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 going by what I've heard. So mm-hmm. if I say something really, really dumb, one, go ahead and mock me. Um, two, please correct me, you know, if I'm if I just mm-hmm. say like the most typical ignorant uh, American thing. Um but isn't it often rainy over there, like cloudy, mm-hmm. rainy? Um, are your winters longer? Like, Global warming. <laughs> ah. Global warming <laughs> okay. has changed a lot of things. <laughs> oh, you guys are like burning right now, aren't you? Uh, yeah. I, I think you got up to the forties in uh, the dense Ooh. city areas. Um, where I am, fortunately, it's, it's not quite as densely packed. I think we peaked at twenty nine today, twenty nine centigrade. Which so is, like, I think, it's close to like seventy, eighty, uh, eight, about eighty degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, 40 is 40 is what 90s into the hundreds i'm, I'm yeah, going 40 is like, 104 yeah that's warm yeah that's that's, that's a bit too spicy <laughs> and you guys aren't used to that are you over there no <laughs> 27 is like the peak that the british would like from summer if i i'm trying to do the math in my head real quick but i think last summer um i want to say 44 i think we got up to around so it would be fahrenheit we got up to 114 yeah um it was it was hot it was not comfortable by any means because you have like a two-week heat wave yeah it was it was around like the beginning of august it was yeah it was it was intense last last Mm. and and mind you that was our first summer coming from hawaii where hawaii is Mm -hmm. different it's regulated by the ocean by the the breezes and everything else um even though it's closer to the equator you're talking year-round changing from 72 to 90 like Mm -hmm. that's fahrenheit you know like it's very regulated Mm year-round whereas here um uh, the the summer we hit a high of 114 and the winter we hit a low of zero um so it, it it definitely is different. Um, zero, I think, is negative. Minus 17. 17, yeah. Yeah. It got cold. It got, it got real, real cold. <laughs> and, and it didn't really warm up for about, uh, it, put it this way, it snowed. Mm-hmm. And the snow stayed frozen on the ground for about three weeks after mm-hmm. it snowed because it just never warmed up enough to melt. It was. It takes getting used to, I'll tell you that. So that's mm-hmm. why I was asking about the, the weather there. Um, is, you know, are you guys used to chillier weather? From what I've experienced and from checking, like, previous weather history, because, you know, it's, it's nice and fun to figure these things out, yeah. um, our climates aren't that different. Like, in terms of how the year progresses for okay. both Washington State and England as a country. Okay, okay. Um, our extremes aren't quite so far apart, but we experience the same kind of fluctuations. However, our houses are, as I said, insulated, made of brick, and we don't have air conditioning. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. oh. Yeah, that's, that's, oh. that's what gets us in the summer. <laughs> oh. 
that okay shit just got real okay mm. <laughs> it's one thing to be insulated in the winter but if you're insulated and no ac mm. ouch well, i've got my nice little fan blowing on mm. me and i've got two open windows <laughs> so when it's your birthday i know what i'm gonna get you i'm gonna i'm gonna find one of those portable <laughs> air conditioners and be like look you may only no, use it a couple don't no. please don't i cannot afford the the cost of energy increase <laughs> okay never mind never mind never mind because then then you know going by previous um you know you'll feel maybe obligated to use it um so i just won't i won't even send it i don't want to no look, the present look. that fucks you over <laughs> Just, just do it. Just do a redneck one, and you know, throw a whole bunch of ice inside of a cooler, and and put a fan in front of it, and you're good to go. Yes, the uh, the the kitchen way of cooling yourself down. Yeah, actually, I made one of these because I saw it once. Um, the the AC unit when I was in Hawaii went out in my room, mm-hmm. and I had to wait for the replacement parts. You know, yeah. blah 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 blah. Um. And so I got one of those styrofoam white coolers. Mm-hmm. And what they said is you poke a couple of, of you know, half a fist size holes, like two or mm-hmm. three of those in the side. And then you you cut out a round one at the, at the top. You mm-hmm. fill it with the ice and then you put the fan in the round one on the top and it blows the cold air out of mm-hmm. the small holes on the side. It does work. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it definitely does work. But you spend probably more money on replacing the ice than yeah. you than you would the actual electricity um you know if you were to get like a portable mm-hmm. air conditioning unit um so yeah i actually just saw on the the news that you guys were were hitting getting hit by a heat wave right now yeah. and uh so i hope you're doing all right i mean i hope you're i'm doing fine <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm, I'm one of the fortunate people that you know i have two windows in my bedroom that are on opposite walls because Beautiful. i'm in a roof so I get that through breeze and you know everything stays relatively cool. But I did go out like half past 11 this evening and I walked outside and it was warmer outside than it was in my house. And I was like, hey, it's half past 11 at night. The sun's gone down. Why is it still 20 something degrees? <laughs> it should be cool at this point. You know, one thing that I, I want to say that I do enjoy about, um, knowing you and talking to you and, and hanging out with you is literally the the different topics of discussion ranging from uh, you went to acting to the build of your home mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like just it's just it's just everywhere and all over you've got in your tags in fact you you make it a point to be known that you have adhd mm-hmm. add mm-hmm. I think I might too. <laughs> it, you know, I take that as honestly the reason why I put it there. It isn't a uh, feel bad or there's something wrong with me. I think it's a superpower. When when you can jump from something to something to something and continue on without mm-hmm. having your world come to a screeching halt, it's it's kind of a superpower. Do you have to harness it? Yep. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, yeah, you do. <laughs> it's just a different way of thinking. Right. Right. Um, like I, I, on any given moment on my computer, I do a lot of work in my office. We'll have five different projects going at the same mm-hmm. time, and I'll jump from one. I'll get distracted on the next one, but as long as I have them set up right, I will constantly be doing a project mm-hmm. and then getting it done. And it may take a little bit longer for each individual one, but they all will have gotten done in the week. Yeah, 
you, because you know they can I mean? procrastinate doing one project by doing another project. <laughs> exactly, and then they all get done, and you're like, yeah. "See, I am God." I mean, I mean, I don't, I, uh, but you. <laughs> and I okay now now just bringing that up, um, do do you notice that when you're entertaining when you're streaming that you bounce oh, from yes. the thing? <laughs> I trying to stick to a particular subject, especially trying to tell a story. <laughs> Especially when chat's moving. Yes. Yeah. What was I saying ten minutes ago? Who knows? <laughs> I've, I've started talking about this thing now. I don't remember what I was talking about. And then I'll sit there, and I'll think, <laughs> and then I'll get back into the story, and then I'll go off on another tangent. I think <laughs> you can't look at chat when you're telling it's, the story. You can't. It's like having a small rodent. That you're trying to make run in a straight line. Mm-hmm. And you let it go. And then you grab it, you bring it back. And then you let it go. It goes <laughs> off in a different way. You grab it and bring it back. And then you let it go again. <laughs> I'm picturing this. Yes. Yes. See, you just see, described picture, my brain. I picture it like a dog on a mm-hmm. leash. You know how, like... We walk in a nice straight line. Well, mm-hmm. we're like the dog that has to go like mm-hmm. weaving mm-hmm. in and out in mm-hmm. it. I gotta, <laughs> snow, gotta go sniff that bush. Uh, I gotta right. go piss on that lamppost. I gotta go do this. <laughs> you know, I have a, a feature on mine where people can redeem a story. Speaking mm-hmm. of telling stories, um, I found I didn't realize I did it. The only way that I can complete the story is if I completely ignore chat. I literally, like, I'll see it moving out of the corner of my eye and I'll purposely look away because I know mm-hmm. the second I look at it, the story's done. I'm on to something else. I saw, uh, um, I was <laughs> I was perusing your Twitter, um, mm-hmm. you know, looking at like, hey, that's, you know, stuff to, stuff to talk to Vox about. Let's go ahead and take a look at this. He's Twitter. been stalking you all morning. Okay, you can say it that way. You've I done say, research. I appreciate it. <laughs> silently following him around um so there's a meme that you put up where it's just it was something it was uh with the the star wars characters and it was just like you're gonna finish your story you know it's like what story it it was it was i i can't remember exactly what it was but it was along those lines of okay (laughs) you know are you gonna finish the you know you started a story and chat's like yes finish are you gonna finish the story and the streamer what story? <laughs> You're going to finish the story. Uh, right, yes, yes. The, like, the one no. with Anakin and yes. uh, Padme. Yeah. yeah. And it's, I understand that though. I can't tell you how many times in chat, you know, someone says something. I'm like, why are you saying that? Mm-hmm. I must have said something for you to respond to that. Oh, yeah. That's the big one. Like, <laughs> as soon as it's out of my mouth, it's out of my head. <laughs> yes. like, it's it's just like a receipt printing. You just go, huh. Uh. <laughs> It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> receipt printing. I like it. I like it. It is though. Until like, someone shows me the receipt. I, I what? <laughs> and that's that's become my my normal response. Sorry, I missed that. It's already gone. If you'd like to repeat it, we can keep talking about it. If mm-hmm. not, sorry. Like, but then the fun is is when you remember it three to four minutes later, and then oh, you absolutely. start talking about it, and Chad has no idea what's going mm-hmm. on. It's a. Uh, I mean, that's entertainment in itself, though. No, absolutely. It, I think that kind of brain function lends itself to being an, an interesting person to listen to. I absolutely agree. 
I absolutely agree. That's not you know, to say the people back... who don't have ADHD aren't interesting to listen to, because I'm sure that you're all wonderful people. You're fantastic. <laughs> you're fantastic. No superpowers, but fantastic. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just lost like 90% of my viewer, but so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that's like, you know, going into your streams, I'm thinking about these things as you're saying them. And I'm thinking, because I've, you know, I've been there a lot. I'm there probably more than you know, because I'll be working with, you know, if you're mm -hmm. on, I'll, I'll put you on and have you in my headphones. And I don't always say I, which I, I, I it's something I'm working on. But, you know, if you're on, I'll, I'll have you on there. And it doesn't matter when and where I pop in. It's like it's brand new at that moment. You know, if you're if you're telling a story, I can pop in in the middle of it and get that piece. And then the next thing is different. The next thing is different. And you move through. Um, for me, that that's like a perfect a perfect thing. Like I can pop in at any point instead of being completely confused for the next hour because I'm not in on the joke or I'm not mm -hmm. in on the you know the thing. Within five minutes, it's on to another subject or somebody said something. And to me, it, and I don't know if you know other people don't like that as much. I love that because mm -hmm. I know whenever I come in, like I'm I'm there. You know, yeah. I'm there and I can be a part of it and everything else instead of having to ask chat, like, what are we talking about? You know, like, mm -hmm. I've been telling the story for four hours and I missed it. Even if you are telling the story for four hours, it's probably changed 32 times and, and you know, I'm right there. I'm, I'm going with that it. That is the thing. I've always come back to the beginning <laughs> just to clarify the points that I've made as I've gone along. That's <laughs> fantastic. I, you know, and I know that you, you said that you don't uh, do the compliments very well, but I, I do think that you're very talented at what you do. I think you're very, very talented at what you do, um, whether it's playing games, because that's something that, that, you know, we haven't really talked about is that you play video games on Twitch. Um, that's because I consider that to be a secondary factor to what I do. And that, that I can, I can completely agree with i never paid attention to stardew valley before your mm -hmm. streams seriously i knew a lot of people that played it never watched stardew valley i have watched hours and i've been invested in stardew valley since watching your stream and i think you're it, it is it's it's, it's that's a real the shame that i've never completed any of my playthroughs then. <laughs> I think I've even asked, what is the point of this game? You're like, there is no point. We just keep going. <laughs> well, I think you were kind enough. You did explain to me tech, the technical mm -hmm. of, of finishing it, um, but you did preface it with that it probably won't ever happen. And the funny thing is, is that watching your stream, like I was instantly okay with it. I'm like, uh, okay, cool. You know, like the, the entertainment that goes along with it, um, it's, it's, top tier in my opinion it's it's and, I, and i'm not just saying this because i know you like it's it genuinely is um it's really well done like what you do you're it's really well done it's it seems very refined in the sense of it's just natural you have that confidence mm -hmm. and and that's i don't want to say it's totally rare on twitch because there are people that know what they're doing but it's it's like you've been doing this you know, know since you were eight maybe but you do have that you have that and it shows and mm -hmm. uh, well it's, thank you very much for saying I, I, cool. I, I, I do appreciate these compliments even if I struggle to take them um, there's been like a few people who have 
come across and being like, oh, you deserve, you should, you should have like such a big following. You deserve to have more people. Blah blah blah. I'm like, yeah, but I'm not doing as much as I thought, as I think I should be doing. And I don't know whether you experience this, this, mm-hmm. this sort of um, imposter syndrome. As oh yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. It, it's tough. I had to actually look up the definition of it because I had avoided it for so long. Because um, mm-hmm. once I read it, I was like, fuck. This, yeah, that, like that's my middle name. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I I totally understand. Um, it, it, it is it's a feeling of I'm not doing as much as I know that I could potentially be doing, and therefore I don't deserve the recognition that people are giving me. Yes. Yeah, I I think I'm actually uh, you know talking to you. I think you've literally said almost the same words, just going, "Yeah, I'm not doing enough," mm-hmm. and and uh, I get it. I get it. Uh, I am one of those people that stands by going, I don't see why there's not 17,000 people in your stream every time. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I, I don't see why there's not. I'm, you know, of course, there's someone could go, well, they don't know this person and they didn't do this. And they, mm-hmm. you know, there's probably reasons for, you know, yeah, each I didn't play this know. game at this time. Right. I don't have content on this platform. You know, I, I haven't done blah, blah, blah. You're not just blow up overnight here. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, so of course they can find reason, but I'm of the mindset of having seen your stream, you know, going that this is, this is top tier content. You know, they're there. It's just, I think it, it's an undiscovered um top tier content is the way that i see yours is that people just haven't seen it yet um mm-hmm. and when they do they will flock like girls at a j-pop concert you know like Ooh. it'll happen <laughs> um but also you you don't seem to really it's like a, a you don't hold back when you do it like you'll just say whatever pops into your head um of course you gotta have it, the unfiltered train of thought otherwise you're gonna go quiet and overthink things and again, what you guys didn't see was the of course was a <laughs> no shit. What the fuck else would I do? You know, so I like I to think that. that that's my sort of like confident, like oh, well, of course, you know. I love it. I, no, I love that's it. That's what it, I do. It, <laughs> <laughs> this is who I am. Come on. Um, but but it's exactly that, like that confidence, that right there. Um just I'm not gonna lie, like some of the clips that I saw on Twitter. And, and and if you're fine with this, you know, like send me all the links that you want people to go. We're going to throw them in the description of this. People can go, you know, if you want, check out your Twitter and, and Twitch and everything else. Um, but some of the clips, I think one of them was like something along the lines of, you know, should this even have been said? And yeah. and I'm like, absolutely. Yes. Because because that ju- it's just naturally what came out. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is what should it's, have been said. Just claiming everybody's cock in Twitch chat. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. It was going like a, a whole minute and a half worth of being like, yeah, your cock belongs to me. <laughs> Whether you have one or not, it's mine. <laughs> it's like, how? How did I get to this point? <laughs> you can either question it or you can just go with it. Didn't I used to be such a wholesome individual? <laughs> Well, back I'm when you were eight, it, no, it, it, no. <laughs> and I think that's another thing that that draws, um, you know, that both Star and I into into the streams is you don't hold back, and not holding back means that it's not censoring those mm-hmm. claiming everybody's cock. You you did not censor; you just went full bore, mm-hmm. and and I respect that. I I really, I really do. You yeah. know, I I 
uncensored, unfiltered who the person is. Mm-hmm. That's what That's I think. I, I I can't deal with the idea of being child friendly for because there's a lot of people that do that sort of child friendly content, the PG thirteen mm-hmm. content, because it's easier to monetize. Right, right, understandable. Yeah, anyway, you, you pick that target audience because sponsors will, you know, people will sponsor you because you hit a very wide target audience. Whereas that's not what I want to go for. What I want to go for is people who appreciate me for who I am completely. Mm-hmm. Even if what I do on stream is a heightened version of who I am. Like, you, you, you know, but it's still who you are. Yeah. It's still who you are. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I like to say I'm just a little bit extra. Yeah. You know, I, I tell people for me, I'm the big difference between me on stream and me off stream is I'm a little bit quieter off stream. Mm-hmm. Say, say the same shit. Yeah. Say, you know, like that's all the same. I'm just a little bit quieter. You, not you're, you're... much. I can guarantee it is not <laughs> much. Oh, we're big outed. <laughs> hey, I love it. I, it's it's a part of me that I um I wish would have come out earlier. Let's mm-hmm. just say that in life. So I I I love it, and I think that is also what draws me to seeing what you're doing. Is you know I'm like you're you're going for it. You're just doing it. You're just being you. You're just throwing it all out there, and I respect the shit out of that. Um, it's it's a beautiful thing question where do you where do you see yourself going with this or do you do you even think about it's hard to it's it's hard to know because i'm i'm not i'm not one for planning much of anything ever (laughs) the future is very impermanent and it's far too far away for me to really think about it's scary (laughs) (laughs) it's scary um I don't know. I'd, I'd, I'd like things to keep growing, but at a natural pace. Like, there's a lot of people who, you know, they start streaming and they, they want that sort of, like, that big following, that, that, that 500 mm-hmm. people in your stream kind of thing. I was very fortunate to get raided um, by a bigger phasmophobia streamer do during the 24-hour stream right um and i had 500 people in chat (laughs) and i was like (laughs) (laughs) because this was like 17 hours into the stream i was like oh Oh, god i'm overloaded (laughs) (laughs) like i don't know i don't like I haven't reached that point yet where I've I've had that many people in chat actively to know what to do and what to say and how to interact with that many people at once. Because there does have to be like that separation of um what I'm what you're doing on stream and what chat is doing. This chat will move mm-hmm. so fast that you can't keep up mm-hmm. with it. Um like even in your stream, sometimes chat moves aggressively fast and you struggle to try and catch up with it and i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna tell you a secret yeah Um, so when it does that and i'm aware of it (laughs) just to be a shit because it's part of my personality i read a little slower it makes it a fun game for me to go oh i'm sorry i'm way behind on chat don't tell anybody not that anybody heard me say this (laughs) but there's different tricks uh and things that you can do (laughs) 
when because it is it is daunting when you have a 200 100 500 person raid mm-hmm. to go how do i keep up with all these people <laughs> how do i thank everybody for following you you make a game uh well okay i'll say this i make a game like everybody mm-hmm. does their their own thing differently um but make a game out of it to instead of trying to go wait i have to be perfect mm-hmm. you know i have to do this perfect because m- for me most likely that means i'm going to fuck something up okay yeah. if i go i have to do it perfect guaranteed something's breaking so i go you know what let me do this in an obnoxiously silly way mm-hmm. that will make people want to wait for me to thank them uh, it, it, it may sound funny, but I got raided by somebody, and they were um, Japanese streamer, like in, mm-hmm. in Japan. A lot of the names were probably very easy for them to say. Mm-hmm. I had no idea, so I, I, um, uh, Zumotu, I think, is the person that that raided me. But mm-hmm. instead of saying that, I was like, "It's Zumotu," mm-hmm. you know, and I'm I'm doing stuff like that, and people were like, "It's me, it's me," waiting for me to say their name. And they they did. Some of them waited four or five minutes for me to say their name, but they were still there. You know, so that that finding that holy crap, what do I do with five five hundred people? Mm-hmm. It, it's um, daunting. Yeah, <laughs> it's very much daunting, but appreciated. At least for me, it's appreciated. Mm-hmm. You know, like I remember popping into your stream, and I think you had over a, a hundred or two hundred people, and I all I thought. Like, I didn't know that you got raided. I was just like, it's about damn time. It's about <laughs> fucking time that everybody was here. You know, like, that was what went through my mm-hmm. head. I think you ended up telling me that you had gotten raided. But, like, the first thing that popped in my head was like, it is about damn time. This is where, you know, Vox needs to be. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's how much I appreciate your content. Uh, it's But that's not where I've gotten to. What do you, wait, what do you mean? So... <clears throat> back to the original point of why I mentioned this. Um, okay, yes. So where do I see myself going? Mm, yes. I want to experience natural growth, like organic growth. I don't want Understood. to have big raids come in and then suddenly I've got, you know, 50 people one day, 200 people one day, and then back down to the 10 another day. Like mm-hmm. that's, mm-hmm. I want to build up to the bigger numbers so that how I engage with chat and how i perform and you know do my content changes and evolves with the amount of people that are there that makes that perfect makes sense. sense that makes perfect sense it's the that organic evolution mm-hmm. growth i i completely get what you mean um my thought is and, and this is one thing that i've seen is you know getting those big raids it just prepares you for big raids mm-hmm. but it doesn't give you the day in and day out five hour stream that you normally do. Mm-hmm. And I completely hear what you're saying because you will evolve, you know, as you go from 10 to 20 to 40 to 60, you will change um, and meet mm-hmm. the demand and, and everything as it comes compared to having no idea and just going for it with 300 people. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. Yeah. Like having, having that growth. I mean, is that, in not saying that, like, if you don't achieve it, you're going to feel like a failure, but is that uh, something that you aspire to just continue to grow in that sense to more people to come in and, and see your, your entertainment? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, from, I don't know where I stand on, like, the 
the expected growth of a Twitch stream over time, mm -hmm. if that's a metric that you can measure. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, I, I feel very fortunate to have the amount of people that I normally do come in and say hi. You know, mm -hmm. the average view count of my streams is above 10 on a consistent basis. And that's awesome. Absolutely. Like looking at where that puts me on general like statistics on like Twitch tracker, um, that puts me in like the top 2% of streamers. That is awesome. But then I realized that it's the, like the baseline for the top 1% of all Twitch streamers is like 25 average views. If you're hitting 25 average viewers in a Twitch stream, you're in the top 1%. Really? Yeah. Because the other 99% is so saturated with the 0 to 5 viewer streams. So if you're hitting anything like above 5 viewers, you're actually doing really well. <laughs> that's, that's so encouraging, though. I didn't mm -hmm. realize it was that because there are a lot of people that I've, I've you know, met and got to know that are 5, 10... You know, and I'm like, that. that's that's great, but that's so encouraging yeah. to know, to be able to say, hey, you're top two, you know, yeah. top 2%. You're right up there. That feels fucking good. Mm -hmm. I just got excited. <laughs> the gap between, like, the top one streamer in a day and the mm -hmm. top 100th streamer in a day is about 80,000 average views. So you've got a Twitch streamer who streams to like a hundred thousand people, and then you've got Jeez. a Twitch streamer who who streams to like twenty thousand people. Jeez. Like that's the gap in a hundred people. Well, there's a and lot. And then of from one hundred to like the two hundred mark, you're going mm -hmm. down from like twenty thousand to like three thousand, and it just keeps getting like. Because there's a lot of people that stream on Twitch, but not a lot of people that have that massive amount of mm -hmm. um, people in their streams. I mean, I always felt that it was fortunate to have one. Yeah. My my thought process going in is nobody's going to be here today, and I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. Someone pops in, dude, awesome. You know, like, thank yeah. you so much. Like, as soon as that first message in chat comes in, I'm like, boom, it's a good day. <laughs> right? It, <laughs> so this doesn't happen all that often, except for with stars. She'll do it. But I, I was just about to go live, mm -hmm. and I have, you know, my thing on my chat's already up. Mm -hmm. There was already a message from somebody in there. Mm -hmm. They apparently had my my stream up waiting because they knew at the time that I start, and and they had put something in there. I felt like like start is that to me, right? Mm -hmm. But somebody that's not my significant other, not you know the mod extraordinaire, some other random person, I felt like I owned Twitch at that moment. I yeah. was like, I've achieved greatness. <laughs> like I am oh, the greatest streamer, <laughs> you know. Right. And it was just the right. one person. But when I'm messaging you before your stream, it's usually the uh, hey. Uh, it's three o'clock. Where are you? Like, are you streaming today? Are we going not to not expecting your age need to be live at the time that they say they're going to be? <laughs> right. Look, I'm going to be live at one or two or three. I'm going to be live today. Today, <laughs> we're going today. It's literally how it goes in my Discord. I'm like, yeah, we're going to be live today. And then, like five minutes yes. before I meant to go live, I'm like. We might be live today. <laughs> and then two hours after I was meant to go live. I think I'm still going to be live today. I'm just running a bit late. 
Okay, you're calling me out today. <laughs> because I streamed Monday. Goes in mine as well, don't worry. <laughs> I streamed Mondays. I did not stream today. And it wasn't until about an hour after I was supposed to go live that I yell out to Star, can you put something in Discord that I'm not going to be on today? <laughs> so you're totally calling me out. But it's it's that's the life of streaming, though. Is mm -hmm. And that's the neat thing is you know you have to work. You know, mm -hmm. you know, you have to do it because that's it, it, income. And and I'm not going to go into and this one thing I don't ask people is this your only income to you? Like I'm not going to ask that. But this is this is a, a source of yeah, it's a revenue stream. So if you're going to make that revenue, you have to go live. But at the same time, if you're either swamped or having a shit day or mm -hmm. whatever, then you can go. Hey, community. I'm not going to be there today. You know, I'll mm -hmm. be on tomorrow. And it, it's it's amazing the amount of people that go, we're here for you. We'll see you tomorrow. It, <laughs> it's, right? It's weird to me. I'm with you. Because I, I feel like I owe people, mm -hmm. like, my my time commitment to streaming. You know, I... People come in, they they subscribe, they cheer bits, they donate, they do all this sort of thing. They they watch for hours on end. I I feel like I owe them the fact that I continue streaming, and I feel like I owe them the fact that I'm on time. I feel like I owe them, mm -hmm. you know, I owe I owe them myself essentially. Right, right, right. And then I feel like super guilty whenever I'm like, oh, I'm late, or oh, I'm not going to stream today because I'm having a bit of a, you know, ugh. And then it discourages me from streaming even more, which is a really bad site we're getting into. But it, it is that sort of... It's weird thinking that people are okay with you well, taking a day. You you don't have to be perfect. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but I do. You know, like, <laughs> wait a minute. Don't don't fuck with my train of thought. I have to be perfect. But it's it's it's... Example, you did your 24-hour stream. I, I knew, unless you were a robot, that you weren't going to be on for at least a couple days afterwards because that's intense. It's physically an intense mm -hmm. thing to do. Um, and one thing that I loved is I saw on Twitter is you're like, you know, you taking like a week off. At mm -hmm. least, you know, I, I was I was like, I, I, fucking, I love that you took a week off. I love that you took a week off. You have to take care of yourself. The the mental that goes into it, the emotional, the physical, you got to regain. And you're like, oh, it's just streaming. It's, it is not just streaming. It is intense to do what we do. It, it really oh, absolutely. is. And not just, you know, verbally, not just emotionally, like physically, it takes a toll on you. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so I was really glad that you actually took a week off. And the thing that I'll say about um, people who misconstrue uh, what we do is being easy. Again, going back to the metrics, it's because of that density of people who are in that. I don't want to say that you know people who are in that low view account range deserve to be in that low view account range, right. but you know there's there's a high density of people who just stream to play games, mm -hmm. and that's all they do. They they they're not there to be entertaining. They're not there to interact. They're there to stream to play games, which is absolutely fine if that's what you want to do. If you absolutely. just want to chill, hang out, play games, do it. You know. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not going to gatekeep Twitch from you, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but because of that density of people who do that, there is this idea that that's all we do. 
Right. Right. I, I imagine it's even worse for art Twitter. Twitter, art Twitter, art Twitch. Because you are in a gaming-oriented space, essentially. You're not necessarily in a live streaming space anymore. You're in a gaming-oriented space. Mm-hmm. It, it, if you're not working your butt off outside of your stream, mm-hmm. I know some amazing art streamers. Mm-hmm. Talented. Talented yeah. in their art. Just why are you not museums-type painters, you know, and mm-hmm. drawers and artists and everything mm-hmm. else? That if they're not putting in more work outside of their stream, they're they're almost crickets while they're streaming, yeah. and and it, it it boggles my mind. But I get it because we are on a, a gaming platform. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they they have started opening up more. Uh, you know, with the just chatting and then the art, and then you know, of course, the super artistic hot tub streaming. But like all those different, um, which hey, if it makes I'm you not money, even hating on. Yeah, I'm not even hating on. If, if <laughs> I if I could rock a speedo in a, in a hot tub and you paid for it, I'd totally do it. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, and I say jokingly, I'm not hating on them. I <laughs> I've always said to the the you know titty streamers are stealing our viewers. And those all. viewers didn't want to go to your stream in the first place, or they yeah. would have been there. Okay, let's just be real about it. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't like they became a Twitch viewer at that moment. They, they've yeah. been here, just not in your streams. It's okay. Um, not in my streams. You know, I don't mm-hmm. I don't get a lot of titty streamers coming to me. There are people that are like, oh, man, I thought you were going to show boobs. You know, that doesn't happen. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, there's one person that, that came in and said that, which I found was fucking amazing. It made me feel validated. But anyway... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Did it make her feel pretty? <laughs> I did. I did. So I showed her my tibbies, which is actually the bone in your shin. I lifted my you know, oh, shorts. Oh, your, your tibias. My tibias. Mm. You know? So I was like, hey, here you go. You I've know, definitely whipped a nipple out on stream before. <laughs> I think I was drunk. I think it was New Year. <laughs> and this, I've seen his nipple. This, ladies and gentlemen, is, is why I keep saying go check out Vox's stream. You may see a nipple, or, and, and I even prefaced this on Twitter, you may get the crotch cam. Oh, you, you may get Oh, yeah. Cam. I've seen that one, too. Hold on. Did you did you notice that Star's very quiet through this whole thing? And I'm like, you may see the crotch cam. Oh, yeah. I hey, mean, I it was... Said, I look. said that I saw a nipple. <laughs> I've also seen Vox dance, which was mm-hmm. glorious. It was amazing. And I mean, he it, does does have a very nice rear end. Yeah, no, we've seen that. We've seen yep. that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's it's the more I'm thinking about it, like in talking about these things, like entertainment wise, it's like you're a well rounded individual. It, it, telling jokes, uh, the way you talk, uh, getting up and going, I'm going to dance. You know, like, mm-hmm. haha, oops, there's a crotch cam. We're making this a thing. You know, like, however that came mm-hmm. about, but, like, making it a thing. Like, the well-rounded I- entertainment is you are aware of, and, and and correct me if I'm wrong, if you do something and chat goes nuts, you know you've done something that has entertained people. Yeah. And then you know that you can continue on with said mm-hmm. thing. That awareness is a beautiful thing. That awareness is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I... I- I try not to force things if possible. If it's not funny, it's not funny. If no one's reacting, it's not funny. We move on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but um, you know, if people are enjoying it, then yeah. 
Who am I to deny the people what they want? <laughs> Give the people what they want. Well, I can tell you this people wants more rear. <laughs> I'm not allowed to be so graphic about my ass anymore. It's in the new TOS. You can't you can't focus on these things. You can't even moan into the microphone anymore. Wait, what? Is this new? Yeah, with the updated TOS, you're not allowed to be like hypersexual anymore. I mean, I don't really do that much anyway, but I didn't. I mean, come on. Like, it. What? It's all about, you know, making sure that Twitch is a place for the advertising partners to advertise. Oh, okay. Got you. Because well, they can't do that if it's require... a porn website. Okay, wait. If we can't do that, then they need to start requiring their hot tub people to put on more clothing. Oh, no, but you. You know, people wearing bikinis in a hot tub or beach situation, that's fine, you know, it's in, it's in the context. So as long as they're not... And you can't shame people for wearing what they want. I mean, one of these days I may do a speedo stream. I might do it just to do yeah. it, yeah. you know? Do it. Might do it. I, I guarantee I'll lose viewer count, but it will be fun as hell, and I will... I a will little inflatable it. palm tree in the corner, get some sand, <laughs> a little bucket and spade. Or you'll gain more followers. Get put a tarp down with some kitty litter. I mean sand, you know. Yeah. Little, little, yeah. Just boom. Congratulations, you made yourself a beach, and now you are classified as a beaches and hot tub streamer. <laughs> I'm again. I'm a very visual person. That was fun. That was an mm. adventure in my mind that nobody else got to see, but I love. And it. if you've ever wanted to know how to apply sunscreen. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're just going to go to Walmart. We're going to get one of those plastic pools, and we're okay. going to fill it up with, like, the ball pit balls, and we're going to call that a hot tub stream. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then I'll just jump out of it and be like, bazinga, and then back into it. <laughs> yes. But, <laughs> so, you you are classified as a video game streamer, Right. I consider myself a variety streamer. A variety streamer. Okay. Because you do some art sometimes. You've done some art. It's it's a point redemption. Okay. Okay. It's something that... You know, the hyperfixations. <laughs> the abandoned projects. Um, I think it was in 2014. Uh, so, in my family... Uh, my mother and my father, me and my sister. Um, my sister was the artist, like she was the the drawing, the traditional artist. She did, she still does. Uh, fantastic art, always has been gifted in that department from a very young age. She's, you know, done horrific abstract art to, you know, just really nice fairies and what have you. Is generally sticks with the fantasy realms. But, you know, she does amazing art. She's, but she's been doing it for years now, so mm -hmm. she's honed her craft very well, and people tend to forget the fact that you have to put years of effort into, yeah. <laughs> into yeah. doing things in order yeah. to hone your craft. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And because I didn't have that sort of, like, initial ability to translate what I see onto paper or what I imagine onto paper, I, I was never pushed into the like drawing or art kind of thing. I, I would need to invest more time and effort into getting to that level. Understandable. Um, and that's why I took a different art route in drama, music. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> and then in 2014, I think it was, I 
went to Comic-Con, I went to Artist Alley, I saw so many really, really good artists doing mm-hmm. amazing things, selling really good prints. I've, I've spent so much money <laughs> on prints and originals from artists in Artist Alley, and I've got them all in the beautiful folder downstairs, and I absolutely love to flick back through it again. Um, but you know, I was inspired to try and take on the like, the challenge of doing art and you know attempting to draw and things like that. Mm-hmm. Didn't go as well as planned, and so now I just have a drawing tablet and you know some vague fundamental skills. And so I've just been like, yeah, you know, if you want me to draw something funny for you, I'll I'll, I'll give it I'll give it a good old college try. <laughs> nice. Okay. Okay. I have seen that on your um your uh, redemptions and i've seen i popped into your chat when you were or into your stream when you were drawing and i think that was mm-hmm. my confusion i'm like oh he's actually doing a, a drawing stream um and you know doing the the lurking and working mm-hmm. i don't think that i had the volume on so i i didn't know if there was you know if you were doing an art stream or mm-hmm. if it was that's fine i tend to go quiet when i'm drawing anyway <laughs> i uh, <laughs> it's something that i've had to learn you know i've had to learn um to talk and draw which is i'm still learning that's why i'll have a three and a half hour three and a half hour stream of talking and 30 minutes of drawing and a command for us mods to put in and be like Mm -hmm. hello yeah (laughs) yeah no and i get that i get that like once you get into that the art mode Mm -hmm. like everything sort of quiets down and you just go so you do um and, and and anything that I'm missing, please add in. I want people to know, um, you know, what to expect when they go into your stream. Um, you you play Don't expect anything. <laughs> <laughs> one thing, okay. One thing that I want people to to notice and expect when um, you sub, when you you know bits in which I encourage everybody before you say hi, just go straight in and sub. Um, doesn't make him uncomfortable at all. He loves it. So just go right. <laughs> <laughs> the face, the <Yeah>. face. <laughs> so, uh, you know, like a hundred dollar donation before you say hi is uh, Vox's jam. That's his jam. Just going to do that. Um, but the 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 things that you do when somebody either raids or subs, like you have legit music, you have effects. Mm-hmm. Um, like where did that come from? Um. I don't want to say I stole anybody's ideas, but I kind of did. Hey, um, sharing is caring, right? We all <laughs> absolutely. <share. laughs> um, a retro fellow who used to stream on Twitch now streams, I think, exclusively on YouTube. Um, I joined in with a raid into a retro fellow at one point, and he did this like your know, on-demand sequence of things that played like weird video clips and did like different effects and all this sort of thing, activated lots of filters and things. And I was like, that's really cool. You know, mm-hmm. you've got someone who came in with a raid, you know, this is how you show your appreciation of somebody coming in with a raid because mm-hmm. you know, I'd been into a lot of Twitch streams where it was just the alert box. And it was just like, Oh, raid with this many people or this person has just subscribed or this person has followed and things like that. And the alert box is nice, and you can be like, oh, thank you very much, you know, blah, blah, blah. But right. 
for me, it felt underwhelming to just be like, oh, thank you very much. You know, how do I thank you? I thank you by putting on a show. I thank you by making this monetary investment worth it for you. You know, I could do that by just continuing to create content. I need some more. But also at the time, you know, I, I want to I wanna make a big show and dance of thanking you because I struggle to thank people properly when people are nice to me. <laughs> Well, I mean, you're, you're, if you really think about it, your your little show that you put on, and I use air quotes because I don't mm -hmm. know what else to call it, is making personalized content for every single person who follows, bits, does, subs, donates, mm -hmm. anything. It really is. And, and I just want to say, like, you truly are a showman. Like, when, you, when you put that on, you, are tr you truly are the definition of a showman. And... I'm I'm struggling to to think that I've met somebody that does it as well, like as well as you do. Like you you have your craft very honed in, because um, I think the first time I saw you get uh, a sub, and and you threw on the music and you you did the the scene changes and the filters, mm -hmm. I was just like, damn, like that's a lot. You did a lot for that person's single sub mm -hmm. i felt good and i wasn't even the one that subbed it was somebody else you know so i could just imagine the way that they felt mm -hmm. like it's but you are a showman you put on a you put on an individualized show for that person for that moment mm -hmm. it's impressive uh, it's impressive i like to think that it's also a way for other people to be like that was cool i want to see it again <laughs> yes i want this i want it for me mm -hmm. yes yeah it's it's like the more that I dig into like listening to you talk and, and your brain and, and picking your brain, you, you're you're very it's it's calculated but not in the the maniacal way. It's mm -hmm. calculated in the way of that's your craft. Like it, it's not playing video games. It's your craft. It's not the art. That's your craft. It's the interaction with people and how you do it. That's your craft. And in your fucking good at it you're really good at it i i have a lot to learn from watching what you do and how you treat people and i think a lot of people do um you know i would say if you're new to streaming if people are new to streaming go check out go check out vox you know and tell him hey i'm here to study everything you do because he's really comfortable with that i'm joking don't do that um, I, but do go take a look by all <laughs> means ask me questions like yes. I'm, I'm i'm a resource of information like i've i've had people come into my stream and be like wow this was really cool you know the thing that you just did how did you do it and i'll be like right well let me tell you everything because i'm i'm passionate about what i do like i i love what i do i'm passionate about what i do um I, I do apologize. My my microphone has been like muted, and I've been like raising my voice to try and get it back to not muted, but like at a lower volume than it should be on 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 my mixer. So I've been raising my voice to try and speak louder, and it's just cutting off at the top. And I'm being like, ah. um, it still sounds great. I mean, oh, I, 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 I introduce you to people as the sexiest voice on Twitch. That's how people, mm -hmm. if they've known, like, hey, is, you know, who should I go raid? Oh, go raid Fox. It's the sexiest voice on Twitch. I've had people try and argue with me. Um, you know, like, I'm in their chat. They're people I know. Mm -hmm. like, we should go raid go raid Vox. Sexiest voice on Twitch. I don't know. I know some people. And I'm like, I don't, I don't give a fuck what you just said because it didn't matter. Go here. 
and then you'll see that you were wrong. We don't need to talk about this anymore. This is a fact. It isn't like a, well, it's debatable. There is no debate here. There's a one-sided debate team, and that's everybody agreeing with me. And they're doing it on mass. (laughs) It is a mass debate. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And this is what I mean, ladies and gentlemen. This is what I mean. <laughs> You're over here going, look, phasmophobia, where's the ghost? The ghost is at mass, and he's debating. See, you never know when it's going to happen, but it will happen. That's the mm-hmm. only thing you know is that it will happen. You just don't mm-hmm. know when. <laughs> but, yeah, come in, come in and ask me questions. I love what I do. I'm, I'm more than happy to share <laughs> the information that I have because I've got it from other sources. Like, I, I can't claim much in the way of like originality i I take information that i know and i put it into a context that i've made in that sense like but the initial idea the initial concept behind it i can't claim because i i'm just i'm taking all the information in i'm repurposing it for what i do that's essentially the way humans you know if you're a drawing artist you found it from some other drawing Mm. artist. If you're a musician... Somebody had to start. Somebody had to do it first. They were aliens (laughs) 16,000 years ago. Okay, that's just... (laughs) That's my explanation for it. I'm not saying it's aliens. But it's aliens. (laughs) No, no, I get what you're saying. You know, somebody, somebody had to come up with the idea, but, you know, that's, that's how we, we, you made it your own. Like a mm-hmm. lot of the stuff, you definitely made it your own. Um, so I, I would be hard pressed to say that you're copying someone bit by bit all the way mm-hmm. through. Uh, you may have got the idea from them, um, but you definitely made it your own. Um, and I just said this, I think to to start a day. You know, there may be people that do that, but there's not you until mm-hmm. you do it. You know, there could be a hundred people that do the same raid thing, but there's not you until you do it. Um, and yours is uniquely you. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I would say to anybody who's thinking about starting Twitch and worrying about being lost to the 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 wide ocean of unknown people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. The, your Twitch stream doesn't exist without you, and mm-hmm. it's the most important thing to remember. Like that's why I try and do what I do in the most genuine way possible. Is because. I, I am the only me that exists. It's true. It's the it's person that true. makes the stream. It's it's nothing else. Absolutely. Like absolutely. I, I can't tell you how many people I've uh, watched play Fortnite horribly. Horribly. Mm-hmm. They even claim I'm not a good, you know, Fortnite player. Yeah. Horribly. But they themselves keep me from watching the pro that's winning every single match because mm-hmm. they have this personality, this this yeah. Mag- magneticism is that a word i don't know but i feel yeah. drawn to them you know and i'm like i want to watch this because mm-hmm. they they get shot at and yell you know don't touch me there it's my no no square i'm like yes that makes me laugh i will watch <laughs> this you know like they're running away <laughs> screaming you know their characters running but they are verbally screaming ah, you know like mm-hmm. that shit's funny i'm watching you um and and that's like you playing whatever games you're playing I like that you you have it as the game's the secondary. Um, 
because that that really is you the showman as the main attraction the main reason yeah that anybody unless you are an absolute god at what you do unless you are a pro player at gaming the game should always be secondary because people aren't coming to watch the gameplay they're coming to watch you Mm -hmm. interact with the game and with chat Mm -hmm. that's the interact with whatever medium it is that you're that you're doing right you're you're very good at keeping um like looking at chat and it excuse me it's it's uh i've noticed that you you have a style that took me a minute to get used to but i like it and so Mm -hmm. i just want to you know because i've I've run across it other places but like you'll you and and if i'm if i'm wrong and you don't do this this is what i've seen you know Mm -hmm. like that I'm, I'm assuming is that you'll sort of scan chat, grab a few things, but then you go back to make sure that you fill the gaps of the other comments made. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if like you try and read all the way down or if you do the scan and, and go back, it seems to me like you scan and go back, but you do touch on whatever anybody says, like you, you stay very well up with chat. Mm-hmm. So the way that I have my monitors set up, I'll have uh, my game running on my left screen which is the screen that I'm mostly focused on because it's the direction that my camera's pointing in as well. <laughs> okay. So that it looks like I'm looking at the game. I'm engaging with the game. <laughs> it's all a psychological thing. Yes. Um, <laughs> but then on the right-hand screen, I've got OBS running at any given point, and I'll have chat like right on the left-hand side of that screen so that chat is never too far away from my general field of vision. Okay. So that if things come up, then I'll read them and I'll switch back and forth as quickly as possible. If things come up in quick succession or if there's something happening in the game that I have to focus on for a brief period of time while chat's moving, then I'll sort of like address what's currently on the screen and I'll be like, wait, no, I've probably missed like context here and scroll back up. And that's good. I mean, that's to me when I go into a chat, I've, I've been there where, completely ignored except for a few and then i've been there where the person reads each one and i'll tell you what i'll stay in the one where people engage with chat longer than i will you know if if i know that i'm going just to watch a game while i'm working Mm -hmm. then i don't care because i'm not talking anyway if i'm going to uh, in interact with Mm -hmm. the the streamer and i get ignored four messages deep i leave that's just you know it's me but um, you know, not everybody's the same person, but you definitely like I, I I can't think of a time ever that I have you know popped into your chat and you acknowledged that I was there, and it's nice. It's nice to be acknowledged. You know, like one, you know, I like you, but two, just being acknowledged is, is mm-hmm. nice. Um, and and I think you're really good at it. Again, yeah, I think about say, my. I can honestly say that I don't think Vox has ever ignored me, but then again, I can also honestly say that I usually am screaming in his face when I come into his chat, so it's kind of hard to miss me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I try and treat Twitch chat in the way that I would want to be treated in Twitch chat. And Good in the call. same way, I try and put out my content in the same way that I would want to watch other people putting out their content. Because that's what engages me. That's what I want to watch. And if I don't want to watch my own content, then no one else is going to want to watch my own content. <laughs> and that makes sense, too. And then also, if you don't think your content's good, you're going to put less and less effort into it. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, why put out something shitty? Let's move on. You know, but 
Yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. I'll be going back through videos in the um, in the video editor, and I'll be going back through VODs to do highlights and stuff. Yeah, I'll just be sat there. I'll just be like, <laughs> and people that I'm on Discord to will be like, "Are you laughing at yourself while you're editing your highlights?" And I'll be like, "Yeah," <laughs> but as you should though. If yeah, you don't find like if you do humor, if you do things mm-hmm. for for a funny, you definitely should be laughing at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, instead of just reciting without any in, any care because it it comes across. Um, yeah. I start start as the editing for for you know a bunch of my stuff, and she'll be like, mm. "Hey, check out what I found," and, and it's the same way. I'll put on the headphones and I'll look at it, and be like, Haha, "I was fucking what the fuck is wrong with me?" But it's mm-hmm. funny, you know. It, it's you get a good kick out of it, and it's then you know you're doing you're doing the Lord's work. No, you're you're doing you're doing the, a good the, job, star. <laughs> well, I'm saying like you, if you go back and you're editing and you're laughing, that that's it right there. Mm-hmm. You know, you know that you have humor in what you're doing. If that's what you're trying to do, is be humorous. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. You have a lot of clips on your social medias. Yeah, I I, I try and make sure that there's at least a couple that I save per stream. I think I just keep on saving them to a random folder on a hard drive. What? Nearly not them of it. In in. That's actually gotten me, um, like if I'm not, if I don't have Twitch up, I'd say I just hopped on Twitter for the day or, you know, for the hour or whatever, you know, I'm looking at Twitter. I will see one of your videos and that will make me go turn on Twitch to see if you're on, you know, cause I'm like, oh, I don't know if he's on right now, but I'm going to go see because I'll watch one of your videos and be like, Oh God, like what? Wait, hold on. I need to talk to this person right now. Mm. <laughs> and I'll go see if you're on. If you're on, I'll pop in, you know, and, and, and enjoy some of that content. Um, so I can say from my standpoint, like the stuff you put on Twitter mm-hmm. uh, specifically, um, it's it's beneficial for... Oh, absolutely. I, I saw that happen when I took my trip to Washington because I scheduled all of my Twitter posts. I was um, wondering how you did that. In advance. And I, obviously, it was like the day before I left. I scheduled Twitter posts for I think every day up until like the day after I got back or something like that. And then I went away. I didn't look at Twitch. I didn't look at anything for an entire ten days. And then I came back, and I opened up my Twitch dashboard, and there were like eight new follows while I'd been offline. And I was like. It works. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely, it does. I was wondering, because I, I talked to you, and you had mentioned that you were on vacation. Mm-hmm. And I kept seeing you pop up with these clips while I knew you were on vacation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell? Because like, I I, um, I think with the third or fourth one, I went and checked your, your Twitch Mm-hmm. Like I could have swore he was on vacation. I mean, I don't have your schedule written down, so I thought, oh, maybe he's back already, you know, and, and nothing. You know, it showed your last VOD was so many days ago, and I was like, okay, he must still be on. Um, but now I know that you had him planned out that way. It's genius. genius. So, so market research, what did you use to schedule? It's a functionality built into Twitter. You can schedule tweets. Nice. 
Yeah. See, I don't I don't really know. I I literally had to hire a social media manager. Mm-hmm. So I I will open up my Instagram or Twitter and there'll be a bunch of, you know, notifications and I'm like, "Why? I didn't do anything." Mm-hmm. Then I realized darn right you didn't do anything bastard but you know I'm <laughs> the, the rewards of you know an amazing uh social media manager <laughs> but now knowing that that's fantastic and this is another thing that people forget about streamers it's social media management as well it's marketing oh, yeah. it's so much packed into one job that people think is just i press the go live button Oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> oh my goodness, yes. Um, it's it is it's that's again why I was wondering why you were doing that on vacation because it's time mm-hmm. consuming, you know, to have that much social media uh, interaction. Very much time consuming. Yes, it is. Well, and, and that's this is why I'll spend like I'll do like maybe ten ish streams and then i'll pick a day and then i'll go back through all of them i'll get all the highlights that i need i'll save them all and then i've got a folder to pick and choose from if i'm going to then schedule posts for now my question for you then is because your streams they're usually what uh five six seven hours long when you stream somewhere between four and six yeah okay so that takes up a significant amount of time. How do you manage your time um, between your streams, daily life, and then the whole other back end of the streaming business? I quit my job. <laughs> you heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. Quit your job. Definitely don't quit your job. Please, for the love of God, don't quit your job. <laughs> do not quit your no, job and then no, expect no. Twitch to pay for you. It's not going to do it. Oh, God, no. Yeah, don't do that. Um, Ignore what I, I said. I, yeah, I, I quit my job for uh, personal reasons. Um, okay. Got to spend more time at home uh, looking after family. Okay. Um, but between those two things, it's it's all about just making sure that you've got time off. I mean, I only stream three days a week when I'm doing like a, if I'm doing a consistent week, I'll stream uh, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Okay. And then, you know, I'll pick either like Sunday or Monday and I'll go back through a bunch of streams. And I only have to do that like once every couple of weeks. So it's not that much of a big deal to do. Mm-hmm. I've already got a backlog from, a whole bunch of streams that I've already done, so I've got content to pick from in the meantime. And then do you just spend a day, um, like, pre-posting or, like, having them set up uh, on timers to go through? To yeah, actually go out? Honestly, that takes about 30 minutes. Oh, okay. If I want to do, like, 10 days worth of posts, I'll just be like, right, this is a clip, uh, there's a funny comment, put in the hashtags that I need, set it to go live around about 5, 6 p.m. GMT, because that's generally the time that people check Twitter when they finish work on their commute home. Uh, oh, look at There you go, do some, do some research into when the best time to post on Twitter <laughs> is. Um, I'll just schedule them to go live at times that I think will probably get the most engagement, and then that's it, I don't need to worry about that for another 10 days. <laughs> 
And that is that is a whole other aspect that people might not even think about is looking mm-hmm. at the statistics of when people look at it, when people, and not just what day, but you can get it to where it tells you what time. You know, the heaviest mm-hmm. time is at 10 a.m. on a Tuesday, and you might not have thought that that was the heaviest time. Boom. You know, now you know. Everything can be Googled. All of these analytics have been compiled and researched by people much, much more involved and much, much smarter than I. They, Hashtag they Wednesday Wisdom on a Wednesday, uh, around about 8.45 in the morning. That is peak engagement. Okay, that is awesome. That is absolutely awesome. <laughs> You're like specific, this one here. But it's like that. It's totally mm-hmm. like that. That's uh, that's the game of social media management. Like you need to know these things and med- like marketing and all this sort of thing. You need to know these things in, in this modern world. <laughs> well, that's I was looking at the this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. I was looking at engagement, looking at times, and I was surprised to Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. Is one of the highest. It was like 10 a.m. Yeah, and and I'm like, I'm usually in my office doing stuff, not even interacting with people. But it's not about me interacting. It's that's when people go, "Hey, I'm going to listen to a podcast." On average, yeah, was, that's when people go right. You know, Tuesday. I mean, Tuesday might be podcast day. Tuesday might be the most right. common day for people to post podcasts. That's why people are browsing podcasts on a Tuesday, and It'll be that sort of, I've done my Monday work, now I can tune out while I'm on my desk on a Tuesday. Right, right. All the little things that go into uh, becoming the largest Twitch streamer the world's ever seen. <laughs> if only I put a little bit more effort into it. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's that thinking. That's that thinking. <laughs> <laughs> it never stops. So do you ever um, see yourself doing more than three days, like uh, on an on a average? Are you happy with, you know, three days? That's a tough question to answer. Until my uh, living situation changes, I think I'll stick with the three days. Okay. However, one of the reasons why I chose three days a week is because on the days where I do like back-to-back stream days, like if I'll do a Monday, Tuesday, mm-hmm. I've run out of things to say by the Tuesday because I don't have a life. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, like to, I like to do a just chatting section at the beginning of my stream so that people can come in, say hi, and then I'll catch up with everybody. You know, I'll, I'll talk for a little bit just before we get into like the main bread and butter of the stream with the games mm-hmm. and stuff um if the chat wants to continue talking then you know, i'll just follow chat what chat wants um but yeah it, it when i start a stream and i feel like i don't have anything to say that's when i get a little bit deflated and i feel like i'm not having such a good day so it's a little bit of a demotivator for me if i try and do back-to-back days but i would like to do back-to-back days i'd like to do more days a week i'd like to have that sort of like density where people can go on twitch and be like just fox pops probably live mm-hmm. rather than like looking out for me and then you know not seeing me in the bar and then going somewhere else mm-hmm. i hear you though about you know if you if you 
feel like you don't have anything to say. It is demotivating because I don't know about you, but it's like, well, then how am I going to be entertaining? If I'm not entertaining, why are people going to be here? People aren't going to be here. What was the point of going live? Yeah. That real quick cycle that goes through your head to say, you mm-hmm. suck, go home. Um, and, it's and not you suck, go home as much as it is like, uh, well, if I'm not being entertaining, then I'm not doing my job. Right. Right. That makes perfect sense. I think that as streamers that we would be surprised the amount of people that will still be there, even if you don't feel you're being this. Yeah, just because they like you. <laughs> right. Because chat likes to... I was about to say something very mean about chat. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is true. Um, the parasocial relationships and that whole thing. Um, chat likes to think Ooh. it's your friend. I'm telling on you. Yeah, by all means, do. But chat likes to think it's your friend. Chat doesn't actually know you that well, but chat likes to think it's your friend. So chat likes to see you online. Chat likes to see you happy. People in chat that like you will like to see you happy and like to see you existing. Right. And it is that sort of parasocial relationship that enables that uh, kind of thing to happen. We were talking about buttery uh, earlier, <laughs> and I think that's kind of a great example of, and I'm not going to put all this business out into the street, but there's been times where buttery's like, I'm not having a good day. And <laughs> it's very obvious that buttery's not having a good day. Um, I've noticed that those times is you, you have what one would call like a rally of <laughs> you know people in there going, we're here for you. You don't Absolutely. have to be perfect. And, and then you'll get an outpouring of you know, love and support, and yeah, I've I've been part of these things. Yes, yes, but I think that that you know, as and and, and I totally understand what you're saying. Like, if you feel demotivated going into it, then you're like, why am I doing it? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that stepping back and going instead of just being an entertainer, right, which you're damn mm-hmm. good at, to go sometimes, you know, you have a shit day, but the community still is there to go, hey. We still give a rat's ass about you, even if you're not, you know, yeah. what you perceive to be peak performance today. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. You know, you are human. We know humans can't be this every single time. So we'll still be here. Um, and and sometimes it's hard to accept, at least for me, mm-hmm. um, that people still want to be there when you are not feeling like you're you're living up to your full potential of what you want to give. Yeah, it's, it's another case of imposter syndrome. Yeah, yeah. You don't feel like you deserve what you're receiving, and therefore you're going to try and actively refuse it. <laughs> right. And that's the funny part. It is an active refusal. Don't tell me I'm doing good. I know I'm not. Stop it right now. Mm-hmm. You know, do not outpour love on me. I am not deserving of it at this yeah. point. Um, but, you know, as a human, you are. Plus what you give, what you give on a daily basis. If I was to pop into your stream and you're like, yeah, today fucking sucks. I'd be like, dude, you've given me so much. The least I can do is try and give you a little bit at this point. Um, and and I, I hear what you're saying where you're like, I feel that I need to give more. If someone mm-hmm. donates, if someone gives bits, if someone subs, you feel that you need to give more. Um, and as a streamer, I agree. As a community member and, and someone in somebody else's chat, I disagree and here's why. If I, if I, if I sub to you, mm-hmm. right? If I if I give Twitch the five dollars, you get the, the the half of that, right? So you get half of it, 
and you feel that you have to give me something, when I'm subbing, I'm doing it because I feel that I've already gotten something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you have already put your all out there. I don't need anything else because you've already done it. Yeah. You know, but as an entertainer, you're like, oh, you've given to me. Now I must perform. Mm-hmm. Um, but as as a chatter, it's like, no, I'm doing this because you've already, you know, given me so much. This is my way to say thank you. I can understand that. <laughs> and it's it's tough though. It's tough mm-hmm. because you want to. You know, I've had someone donate, and I'm like, I don't know how to say thank you. I don't know what I should do because you did this. And they're they're going, you've already done it. And I'm like, I haven't done shit. (laughs) You know, like, yeah, I mean, (laughs) me to you. (laughs) There, there has been so many times that I've had to walk into the office while Potch is just sitting there totally dumbfounded without Mm -hmm. any words to say. And I'm like, what he means to tell you is thank you. And then he kind of snaps out of it and goes back to, Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, because I'm I'm in my head going, okay, they just paid. What do I need to do? Mm-hmm. And then I get, look at the monetary value and go, I really need to up whatever it is I need to do because you know it wasn't a fifty cent mm-hmm. donation. You know it was this and and so it, I'm talking to myself as much as I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as the chatter, you've already given. You know, I go and I go into Vox's chat. Vox is already given. You know, you, you don't owe anything afterwards. Um, but as the streamer, you know, I, I, I got to give you. Mm-hmm. Because I think the thing is, is that if nobody subbed, cheered, donated anything, mm-hmm. if people just watched, I'd still be doing it. Mm-hmm. I'd still be doing it to zero viewers. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. I'm doing it for free anyway. Mm-hmm. And then people choose to you know support monetarily and in that instance they've done more and i feel like there's an imbalance there now you because i'm already doing this and they've just given a little bit more and it's now tipped the scale so i've got to give a little bit more back i can tell you as as somebody who is a regular viewer of streams and not as much a streamer myself that just the recognition that I get from that streamer is what mm-hmm. I'm looking for. Like, that's all I want. I'm not yeah, expecting absolutely. you to dance. I'm not expecting anybody to do anything. I just want to be recognized that I did something to help you. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it was the same when I first started, like, going to DGR Dave streams. You know, I, I'd, I'd cheer a hundred bits here and there and be like, oh, I'll be having a good day, Dave. And he'd be like, oh, thank you, just Vox Pop. I'd be like, oh, he said my name. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it is that sort of like, oh, the streamer said my name. <laughs> right. Kind I've of thing. Acknowledged. That, yeah. You know, you like, see. It, it doesn't matter how many viewers this person has. You know, this person who is online said my name and now I'm happy. <laughs> the dopamine has been achieved. It's very true. It's very true. Yeah. I just like to try and give a a big old hit of dopamine for people. <laughs> but it, I think that also goes back to, and I've said it, and I'll keep saying it, that you are a, a true showman, a true entertainer. Um, it, I don't know if I've talked to you about this, um, but the way that I view Twitch mm-hmm. is, you, you know what buskers are, right? The guys that go play. Yeah. Okay. I've used this analogy before. Okay, then you're, you're fully aware. We are buskers. We are digital mm-hmm. buskers. Absolutely. 
And and if, and if you look at it that way, you know, when I give money to a busker, I don't expect him to do anymore. I'm doing it because of what he's done. Yeah. You know, they'll you they'll know, maybe bow, they'll maybe say thank you or something like that. But that's yeah, that's it. They'll just keep on doing what they're doing. And that's that's uh I think the mindset if we can actually wrap our heads around that. I've seen people that do it. I've seen mm-hmm. streamers that are huge that get huge donations and you know hundred sub bombs, and I'll see them just go. You know what? That was really nice of you. Thank you, and then mm-hmm. keep going. And I'm like, well, they didn't do a big party. They didn't do a big mm-hmm. to do, but that the people that are that are giving donations and, and bits and subs, they don't expect it. Yeah, they're just like, hey, cool, sounds good, love it, mm-hmm. and. uh and, you know that's that's how it is when people come see you. You know that's how it is, and I love that you give a show. I love that mm-hmm. you throw in music. You have those the transitions like it's fucking awesome. It's unique to me. Um, I don't see that a whole lot, and I dig that. Like I I, I can see when you say you know you want people you know hopefully encourage people to oh I want to see that again. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, that's absolutely for me. You know, because I'm sitting there going, I'm broke, but you guys better keep doing that because I want to see this show, <laughs> you know, or if I can, you know, that I'm like, boom, well, you know, I'll make it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but but either way, it's it is a uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's an incentive, mm-hmm. you know, for people to want to continue to support your busking, um, which I think this is a beautiful platform for that. Yeah. You know, someone that's gone to school for theater, this is a place where you can utilize a lot of what you've learned and what you've picked up, you know, and, and incorporate it into your room, like literally your room, your community, your TV mm-hmm. show, your platform. It's all right there. I'm stoked. We got to talk. Yes. Yeah, same. I, like I, I'm, I'm, I've been looking forward to this. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm like, the more I get to know you as a person, Mm-hmm. Because and that's something that people will also understand. You know, Vox is is very much on there, but it, I love that you're a private person. Like I actually love that I know you on stream. Mm-hmm. I know a little bit of you know stuff that you do because we've talked a little bit off of stream. But I love that you're a private person. That that adds like this uh, this uh, uh, not secrecy. What's the word I'm looking for? Like I'm intrigued. <laughs> yes, thank you. This bit of mystique. They're like, ooh, I must know more. Tell me more. I'll get to know. I'll watch more and I'll decipher, you know, whatever it is. It's something that I've gotten very good at over the years. Um, I, <clears throat> I am a very private person, yet I say a lot of things that people will be like, ooh, you, you're saying, you know, maybe too much information here. But that's the thing. I'm still keeping all of the important stuff very locked away. I, I dig that, and it's it's that it's that facade of being like, oh, I'm I'm you know sharing myself, I'm I'm putting myself out there, but I'm not really because I'm still very much safeguarded behind this wall. I think the reason why that intrigues me so much is that I I that's a filter I don't have that much of. There's some stuff that I'm like, okay, too much, you know, like I won't share these things. But I, I don't totally have that filter, and I'm very, very transparent. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I see you doing that, and, you know, well, not even see, but, like, because I don't see it. But then I, I learned that that's, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm interested. You know, I'm like, that's so much different to me. I love this. You know, like, those things intrigue mm-hmm. 
Um, you know, I can it's fun it, to get to know new people, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, and not even you know putting it all out on here, but you know, you you've done stuff recently that I was like, I had no idea. You know, and mm-hmm. like you get to know it, and I'm like, holy shit, I've known this person now for a year or two years. You know, and I had no idea. So it's it's like a, a constantly ever growing evolution of relationship. Mm-hmm. It's neat. I like it. Yeah, absolutely. Picasso. <laughs> Well, I think that um, I, I think that this this you know people getting to know you a little bit. Um, this has been a nice little taste. You know, in, in the future, you ever want to to you know talk about more stuff? I would love to to do another one of these and and have you on here. If there's ever anything, and this is something that I I, I want to put this offer out to you. If there's ever, ever anything that you're doing uh, in the future, a a subathon, a you know your your three year anniversary or whatever you know your mm-hmm. birthday. Um, I would love to have you on and and you know talk with you, but also talk about that to to build a little bit of you know people that might not know who you are to be able to get in there and support you. Mm-hmm. Um, because one thing that I love to do, my passion, is to support people any way I can. And if part of that is that I have a reach that I can bring people to you, I want to mm-hmm. use it. I absolutely want to use it. Um, so if there is everything like in the future that you're like, hey, in November I'm going to do this, please get a hold of me. I'd, I'd love to sit and talk with you and help promote it. Um, well, I appreciate that. <laughs> I I think that as as a person and as an entertainer, you're beyond worth it. Um, and and it's something that I think more people would benefit. Um, you know, your your sense of humor, your engagement, your showmanship. Um, that it would do well for people, you know, in this day and age of stress and whatnot, mm-hmm. to be able to, to have a place to just let their guard down and relax and laugh and, you know, enjoy being entertained. Um, and if it helps them, it helps them. If it helps you, it helps you. Either way, I just like connecting people that way. So, Star, do you have any, like, deep down, insightful, crazy, insane question that you would like to ask, Box, something with so much power. So, when are you going to come visit? <laughs> <laughs> the power question is, when are you going to be here? Uh, when I make a much... It make it make it much? Make it much. Make it much. <laughs> when I make enough money from um, a Twitch streaming on a regular basis to uh, fund travels. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so everybody listening as a completely <laughs> selfish act from me, please go over to Vox and send him all your money so he can come visit. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, is there any any parting things that you want to bestow upon anybody, Vox? As my old nan used to say, be good. And if you can't be good, be careful. And if you can't be careful, have fun. I like that. I love it. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Well, it has been absolutely fantastic sitting and talking with you. I have thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I'm Same. seriously looking forward to bugging mm-hmm. you again to get you on here, um, you know, to chat in the future. And I'm also looking forward to being in, in like in your streams now that, that you're – speaking of which, ooh, one last thing. You said mm-hmm. that you stream um, Saturdays? Tuesdays, Thursdays. <laughs> Tuesday, that's, Thursday, that's, Saturday. That's a scientific day they haven't put on the calendar. It's yeah. the <laughs> day. <laughs> it's like the back rooms of the week. 
we just did a backrooms podcast, so that really hit home for me. Um, <laughs> it's not out yet. It's still, but anyway. So Tuesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'd give you a time, but I'm never on time. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. And I wasn't even going to ask because we had already discussed that. <laughs> so everybody listening, just pull up Twitch all day. Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, and keep an eye out for Vox. Um, and again, like whatever you send me, uh, you know, if you have a store, if you have merchandise, if you have whatever, please send me all those links. Um, if you don't, don't send them to me. It, you know, whatever socials that you would like for people to check you out on, um, be it Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, TikTok, whatever, um, please give me all those because I want uh, people to to be able to enjoy what I've enjoyed. Uh, and you know, I would also appreciate a very saucy picture of your face because I need it for cover art but also personal reasons. <laughs> so um, we're trying not to get Vox in trouble right now. Okay, we're, we're trying to not get him in trouble. Um, you pervert. So <laughs> Just Vox stop only fans when? <laughs> yes. Wait, I'm already, I'm already going to fall that. Oh, I'm already this on is, it. This is what's happening. Okay. Vox jokingly says, fans. and it's being <laughs> typed into. It doesn't exist. <laughs> it's. <laughs> you're going to go on there in a week and it's going to be a whole bunch of screenshots of you that somebody else in quotations <laughs> put up. <laughs> what do you mean? We've been looking at it all week long. <laughs> They're just Vox Pop only fans, except it's the same picture of my face every single day. Watch, that's going to make millions, though. Locked okay. behind a paywall. Yes. <laughs> just in case people are like, oh, this maybe is, no, it's different is, today. <laughs> exactly. No, this is how we're going to get you to come be able to just tour the, the states and other countries. You know, we're going we're gonna to start this with one picture. In one picture only. One dollar to unlock the picture every day. All it needs is a thousand days or a thousand people. One but, day. Look, 365 days later, a hundred people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Hey. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, everybody, uh, I know that there's probably at least 40 to 80,000 people that just typed in just Fox Pop uh, and OnlyFans. But... It's not up yet, <clears throat> um, but all the others, all the other socials will be down in the description below. Um, thank you, everybody, for for listening to the podcast yet to be named. We really do appreciate you, and we hope that you're having a fantastic day. Um, please, please, please go check out my friend Vox. It's uh, is worth your time, absolutely, and it's 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 awesome. It's awesome, and I will see you there because I'll be over there. Um, but thank you both. Thank you, Star, for being a pervert. Thank you, Box, for being here so that she can so that she My can pleasure. be a pervert. And uh, I will uh, I will talk to you all uh, very soon. Okay, bye bye now. Bye bye. Bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Oh, now. Thank you so much for listening to a podcast yet to be named. We appreciate your time and hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed talking. We look forward to having you again for our next episode. And don't forget to follow Potchfad on Twitch.